turn on the lava lamp. He yeah. knows how to turn on everything. His name yeah. is Young Jamie. <laughs> Three, two, one. I'm live with Nick Swartzen, former drug dealer. Nick, tell us your tale. <laughs> tell us your tale of, of, of Youth Gone Wild. It's a tale of Youth Gone Wild. We are the Youth Gone Wild. We da, are. Da, da, da. How many people like broke windows because they heard that song? Like, yeah, it's me, man. I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm wild. Finally, somebody labeled it. We are the Youth Gone Wild. <laughs> like, uh, in, songs can be inspiring in a bad way sometimes, right? Yeah. They can get you to do some stupid shit. Dude, you know how many people carelessly whispered? I know. Fucking lot, careless, right? dude. How many people woke people up before they go-go? Dude? Yeah, woke them up. <laughs> they were not ready to go-go. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They weren't planning on going solo. God. Yeah, man. We lost a lot of fucking people this year. When you stop and think about George Michael, Prince, who was the latest one? There was some so big ones. Lincoln Park. Chester Bennington. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Chester, that was a big one. And Horrible. And Chris Cornell, both in the same way. Yeah. Fuck. And then Chester committed suicide on his birthday. Dude. Chris Cornell's birthday. Dude. Yeah. That, that was a really, that was a weird one, man. That guy was 41 on top of the world. The lead singer, one of the biggest rock bands of all time. But it's it's hard to say, like, what caused him to be so fucked up. But most people point to he was, like, very sexually abused when he was a young kid. And that just, he never, he just never recovered from that. And yeah. then, I, you know. Yeah, I never knew him, but I had friends that were really close to them. And. They just said he was like the most gentle, sweet guy. Fucking but, but, powerful voice, man. Oh, dude, yeah, that guy would shred. Oof. Powerful. Yeah, no, it's horrible. It's Oof. so hard for people to understand that you could be the lead singer of like, I mean, arguably one of the biggest bands of our generation. Yeah. Giant, huge arena filled up. There was a photo of him standing on stage with no shirt on in this massive arena show and everybody had their cell phone lights on you know people do that now instead of lighters back yeah. when i was a kid back when i was a boy we didn't have cell phones <laughs> we burned Nick our Swartz bodies we had fire yeah we had fucking fire hazards but he was um he was standing on stage and i was like yeah that's the photo like look at that shit man that's sick no one could ever possibly imagine that that guy would not be insanely happy I mean, look how many people love that guy. You, you're just getting a tiny s fraction of the love that m guy must have gotten, and it still wasn't enough. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So hard to understand. I mean, yeah, that level of just inner sadness and darkness. I mean, good Lord. It's just awful <sighs> to think what that guy went through to get to that point. And he had six kids. Yeah. Oof. So, I mean, it's just like it had to be so much that even having kids and being with his kids wasn't enough. Fuck, man. That's yeah. a crazy picture, though. That's a sick photo. Oh, my God. I mean, all God. the way up in the rafters. Yeah, I mean, that's probably like 30,000 people or something crazy. Yeah. Well, look at all the people that don't have phones. Yeah. What's their deal? Losers. <laughs> Maybe they're just cheap. Maybe they're like Ari. Like, <laughs> Maybe they just went flip phone. I can't handle it. can't handle all the apps. It's just too much. <laughs> too much temptation. <laughs> Ari's resisting it. He's going to be chopping his own wood soon. Ari's going to have a well. I guarantee you. Ari's going. He told me he wanted to buy land, and I was like, uh, "Do you want to like build a house?" He goes, "No, no, no. I just want to camp there." I was like, "What? Buy land to it, camp on?" Yeah, he's going to buy like land, but he's not going to build a house. <laughs> like land, land, or like Ari a plot? likes camping. He's he was camp. They, they, they were calling it glumping. Which is camping with cum. It was him. <laughs> camping. Big, Big J Okerson. Big J posted it on his Instagram page. But he loves being outside. He loves nature. He just, I mean, I get it. 
Look, if you can camp, if you really don't need a house, what do you need? You need a trailer to keep your shit in. You need like a trailer to put pots and pans in. If yeah, yeah. If you still want shit, you know what I mean. You can't you can't have posters anymore. But see, yeah, no posters. You can't put Farrah <laughs> Fawcett on the roof of your tent. You can't put the Youth Gone Wild poster up. Yeah, how many fucking? Why does he just fucking go camping? Why do you have to like buy that? To well, me, that's not camping. If you're if you own a plot of land and then you're just sleeping on it, is that technically camping? That's a very good point. That's sleeping that's on your point. land. That's like if you're hunting and there's a fence around the animals and you're only on one acre. Exactly. Is that really hunting? It's not fucking hunting. You're man. just chasing down shit that can't run away. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're cheating. Not really, you're not camping. No bears are gonna just wander up by your campsite. Nope. That's part of the thrill of being a camper. Yeah. You're out there for real in the wild. Yeah. You can't be on your own little land, unless your land is huge. But then if your land is huge, and yet, it's like, say if you have, like, one of those ranches in Texas. Right. You ever see those, you know, Texas is, like, something insane amount of Texas is private land. There's not a lot of public land in Texas. It's just all giant ranches. And some of them are, like, 10,000 plus acres, like 20,000, 100,000. Like, you could camp there, I guess, because it takes you like three hours to drive across it. That's weird. Yeah, drive to your house, That's man. That's too much land. It's too much, right? It's too much. Why do you need that much land? Well, how about Ted Turner? Doesn't that guy own, like, the most land of anybody in the country? Here today, King Ranch sprawls 825,000 acres of South Texas land, an area larger than the state of Rhode Island. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you kidding me? As the home of 35,000 cattle and over 200 quarter horses, King Ranch is one of the largest ranches in the world today. I wonder if they hunt on that ranch. Who There's owns a lot of that? Those. Which king? Some fucking baller. He might as well be. A, he's the king of Rhode Island. Burger King? Maybe it's a Burger King guy. That is insane, man. That is insane. No gay bars. I get there's three or four in there, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, no gay bars, but there's plenty of truck stops. <laughs> Rest stops are like where they're at now. They haven't really gotten to the full-on gay bar. Not full admittance. <laughs> they just wanted them meet at the rest stops. Yeah. Do you remember when we were kids? That was like the thing. Like, you'd always know that dudes would try to bang dudes at a rest stop. 100%. Like, if you're at a rest stop and someone knocks on your door and it's a dude, he's looking to get a blowjob. Yeah, there's no rest there. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's resting. You're resting People are wide awake. dicks. Wide awake and in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but how did they figure out to meet at rest stops? I've always wondered. Like, how does that work? CB Especially radio. <laughs> That's how it was, dude. <laughs> Breaker, breaker, one nine. I'm looking to suck some dick. Anybody out there, holler back. 69er, 69er. Coming in. Breaker, breaker, one nine. I like to meet in bathrooms. The smell of shit excites me. Over. <laughs> you remember when that? <laughs> do you remember when that? Uh, was it a senator or con whatever the politician was? The, the gentleman who got arrested in a sting operation because so many dudes were sucking dicks in the bathroom at the uh, airport? I think yeah. it was like. It was in fucking that? Minneapolis, yes. where I'm from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then people called me about it. I was like, what hey, the fuck? I don't know. Hey, man, what's the code? What's up with your airport? What stall is it? <laughs> <laughs> How many taps? But on it the had foot? to be so many people that they actually went and put a cop there to try to bust people. I mean, how many people have to get their dick sucked in a place before they hire a cop? Yeah. Like, well, we found a hot spot. Like, they, they figured it out. So here it is. Senator pleaded guilty reportedly after bathroom stall incident. 
That's mm. yeah, arrest Minneapolis St. Paul Airport. Yeah. And he was uh he was like tapping on the ground. They had a way of tapping. Yeah, there was a tap move. Yeah. Okay, what does he said? At the time of the incident, incident, I complained to the police they were misconstruing my actions. I was not involved in any inappropriate conduct, he said. I should have had the advice of counsel in resolving this matter. In hindsight, I should not have pled guilty. <laughs> I was trying to handle this matter myself quickly and expeditiously. Oh, I get it. And I travel wearing tap shoes. See, part of me thinks this is hilarious, but part of me is sad that this guy has to, like, hide what he's into and he has to hide in bathroom stalls and and learn some fucking secret tap and just smell farts from around the world <laughs> as he's coming according to the Heck. arrest report cited by roll call Craig tapped his right foot which the officer said he recognized as a signal used by persons wishing to engage in lewd conduct but what if you're there and you're just tapping your foot yeah what if you're just impatient because your shit's taking oh, so he said long other stuff yeah, next oh he also <laughs> then entered the stall next door and blocked the door with his luggage Oh, Jesus What does that Christ. mean? How does other people get in then? Oh, my God. Oh, was he in there with somebody? He was trying to block anybody from coming in. Oh, my God. He must have been just going to town on guys in that airport. That was his spot. And people were kicking, <laughs> trying to kick in the door. What was happening there? <laughs> I got a uh, shit. But how does, like, how does a spot become notorious? Like, how does a rest here? What does it say? Proceeded to swipe his hand on the stall divider several times. I want to know what the fuck the cop was saying. If he was like, stop. I can't do it here. I can't suck your dick here. Like, we don't know what the cop was saying. Right. What if the cop was totally leading him on? I mean, it sounded like he had the green light. Unless the guy's a total psychopath. When you go into a stall with another dude and you stack up your luggage in front of the door, that's a bold move. That's weird. It seems like you would only do that if you were emboldened. <laughs> He didn't just tap his foot, he touched the officer's foot with his foot. <sighs> he reached his foot all the way under. Here's my question. We know cops are full of shit, right? Just like people. People are full of shit. But cops are people. Not all cops. A lot of cops are awesome. We know some cops are full of shit. Like, when, when something like this happens, I feel like it's one person versus another person. I don't really feel like a cop's word is worth more than a regular person's word. Because I think a cop is just a regular person. Right. I think you should listen to them when they're doing the job. But something like this, it might have been exactly as this cop described, but it might have been like that Baltimore cop that got busted planting drugs with his fucking camera. He had a body camera on, and what he didn't understand is when you turn on a body camera, it records 30 seconds before you turned it on. So just in case you turn it on in a moment of duress with something crazy's going on, and you're like, shit, the camera, and you press it on, they can see someone committing a crime, perhaps. Right. So it's a 30, you have a 30-second buffer. I didn't know that. He didn't know that either, dude. So they, they got on video 30 seconds of him <laughs> going amazing. back and planting the drugs that he then pretended to find. Oh, my God. Dude. That's horrifying. Horrible. horrible. Fucking horrifying. That's horrible. See, because if, if you're going to be able to convict somebody and this guy says this and that guy says that, and who do you believe? Well, I believe the cop. He's an officer of the law. That's crazy because it's just a person. This is not a disrespectful thing against cops. I'm not. I'm not a disrespectful person. No, but that's I'm a very scary amount of power. It's a scary amount of power, and it's just a person. Now, some people, like I have a bunch of friends that are cops, and they know how to handle it. You know, they've handled it, and they've they they get it. They know what it is, and they're real cool about it. Like Big John McCarthy, the ref for the UFC. He's one of the best examples. Big John is a. He was a serious cop and involved in some fucking hairy shit for years. One of the nicest guys you ever want to meet, and a totally fair and reasonable guy. 
And he was a guy, you know, that was like a bright and shining example of what a cop could be. And if the, the, the world was filled with big John McCarthy's as cops, it'd be a wonderful place. And I think we'd, we'd all figure it out. But cops are just people, man. And especially when these cops are going into these situations. Like, imagine being a 21-year-old guy, however the fuck old you are. And all of a sudden you're working in, like, uh, Camden, New Jersey. Like, get the fuck out of here. You're not ready for that. You're right. some regular dude, and you're going to get thrust into some chaotic, almost semi-war zone yeah. in, in some of these bad neighborhoods these people have to patrol. Yeah, and just another world with another set of rules and just shit just going down and, and all the time. And anything you're coming up on is most likely a threat to your life. You pull a guy over. Like, you pull a guy over in a 65 Impala. What are the odds that guy doesn't have a gun? Right? You see, like, one of them lowrider cars, and you see some, some gangster-looking fellas with some crazy face tattoos and shit, and they're driving one of those cars. <sighs> Can you imagine having to pull over someone who you knew was probably willing to shoot you? And you have to talk to them about their brake light being off, or they were five miles an hour above the speed limit. You're, you, you know the videos. You've seen videos of cops getting shot. We right. all have. You know that that could happen. You're around people just lying all the time. They're all lying. Yeah. How many of them are telling the truth? They talk to you. 90% full of shit. 90%. So every day it's just stress. Panic. I mean, like when I would get pulled over, I mean, like I panic. I fucking like, yeah. That cop that shot that chick, the, the recent one where the woman called. The, In Minnesota, the, yeah. yeah. She called for the police and then she came out. And when she came out, the cop shot her. That to me is a perfect example of why like we should reassess what a cop is and reassess like wh how many people get to be cops it's an extraordinary responsibility you're putting on just any person an ordinary person i would say i think you have to be an extraordinary person to be a good cop For and i sure. think you also have to deal with the fact that there's been a lot of bad cops and there's a lot of prejudice against cops those are like two giant factors but I think that job where you decide whether or not you pull the trigger and end someone's life, and you're a panicker, you know, you're a panicker. You're not, you're not a guy who does well in, in confrontational situations. Right. Maybe you haven't been in a lot of conflicts. Maybe you've seen too much shit. Maybe you've seen too many people get shot. Maybe you're suffering from PTSD. Maybe you're on edge all the time. Maybe you have nightmares that someone's going to take you out. And then all of a sudden you're in the hallway. And this lady comes out or an alleyway and you shoot her. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, you, you might not even saw her. You know, people have hallucinations under great duress. Like when they think their life is on the line, they see things that aren't really there. It happens to people all the time. They'll, they'll like mistake someone for something else. They'll mistake someone for an attacker. You know, it's I like, mean, that's fucking insane. I mean, she called the cops. Crazy. That's what's fucking insane crazy. to call 911 because she heard what she thought was a woman being assaulted and then to approach the cop car and to get fucking shot. Crazy. I but, mean, like, what? But it's what it is is people not handling pressure very well. Pressure is it's it is such a massive factor in the way people behave. And there's no bigger pressure than you showing up, you have bright shiny lights, you're in the enemy car, okay? You're wearing the enemy enemy uniform and they know you have a gun. And how many of them have watched so many videos on TV of cops planting evidence, or on YouTube, of cops planting evidence, of kids being shot by cops, and stories where cops got shot off. Shot in the back. I mean, like, crazy, crazy shit, shit right? yeah. So you're dealing with the weight of that when you step out of your car. Yeah, I mean, that's anxiety 24-7. Dude, that's a job that is insanely hard to do. 
and we should we should figure out a way to re-engineer that position. We should figure out a way to give them more help, more support, and explain like like the the, the only way like cops and civilians are going to get along is if there's no fuck ups or very very few fuck ups. Like anytime something like this happens. You realize you got to realize like you got a bad system. Like the system is not, you can't have just a regular person and give them a gun. Right. What kind of psychological training do they have? Have you seen what they what they're like? How did they get the gig? Have you seen what they're like under the gun? Have you seen what they're like when someone wants to beat their ass? Have you seen what they're like when someone is throwing punches at them, trying to kill them? Some guy randomly, right? He answers a, a, a call. He opens a door. A guy's throwing bombs at him. How does he? What does he do? How does he handle this? Does he shoot the guy? Does he run away? Can he fight back? Has he ever been punched? Right. Fuck, man. You're asking some regular person to just be involved in a potential like civilian war zone on any given day. Like if you're in Miami, Florida, and someone gunshots fired in a warehouse, you're like, what are the odds these guys don't have like piles of cocaine in this warehouse? Yeah. A machine gun. I've seen narcos. Come on, man. Well, I, that's I, the thing. It's like you've never seen a mellow cop movie. <laughs> there's, no, <laughs> there's no like chill movie where it's like, all right, yeah, you got a speeding ticket. And then, did, 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 and then the end. It's the like closest, always fucking nuts. Except Smoking the Bandit. Pretty, pretty even then they drove recklessly yeah but they, they you do drove that back then. recklessly There's nobody Joe. around yeah i mean nobody to hit all right i have a question for you okay what is this i hear about um your dream pills dream I, pills somebody oh, said that you have pills that you it's alpha brain it's a <laughs> nootropic what it is it's it's actually nutrients that are building blocks for human neurotransmitters okay so like there's certain foods that are called, or I, I sh I'm saying foods because you eat them. It's they're supplements, mostly vitamins and there's minerals and a bunch of different things that you can get from plants. And there's a, a series of different kinds of nootropics. And if you've never looked into it, it's a cool thing to to study. There's, there are actually supplements out there that enhance your memory, and they right. enhance your reaction time as well. Like you know how you feel like if you're hungover or I've never if you're been hungover. You wouldn't even understand what this is. <laughs> you're such a man of health. Never drank. But that feeling where you're like kind of foggy, like or some days you just kind of it's not firing right. So to, we know for sure, this is like really obvious to everybody, that there's a difference in your performance based on a variety of factors, right? Right. Lack of sleep, nutrition, exercise, stress. There's a, a whole host of factors that affect how your brain forms. Nootropics. What they can do is boost up your brain's ability to remember things, like verbal memory is a big one that, that they show. And we did two double-blind placebo-controlled studies about alpha brain. It's one of the things we found. We found um, memory, reaction time, and peak alpha flow state, all improvements, and all like statistically significant improvements in those areas. Okay. So what I found is uh, a, there was a company called... I think it's Neuro One is the supplement. I forget his company, but it's Bill Romanowski. You know Bill Romanowski? I know Bill player? very well, yeah. That guy is a Jesus, genius. Yeah. Genius. Savage. Savage He's as a football a player. Super savage. And remember, we're going to talk about the new CTE study that just came out. It's crazy with football players. But anyway, Bill Romanowski, he used to be friends with this dude, Sarah and No Name. And No Name was, a, they were a cool radio station in San Francisco. I used to love doing them. And um, No Name was friends with Romanowski, and Romanowski was training him. He was like, he was like trying to get him in shape. He was like, come on, you fuck. I'm going to work you out, and he put him through a bunch of brutal workouts, and then he gave him some of his supplement. 
And that's how I found out about it. And the supplement Neuro One, he invented because he was suffering from head injuries. Right. Because he had been so many concussions, man. He's having memory problems and all sorts of issues. So he started looking into um, nutritional cures. Like what's, what helps boost neurotransmitters, what helps boost serotonin. There's, right. there's like 5-HTP is a big one that helps boost serotonin. And L-tryptophan as well, because L-tryptophan actually converts to uh, 5-HTP. And then you have to add in a bunch of other shit, like adaptogens and B vitamins and all these different things. Like there's a combination that you can hit of, of nutrients. And Bill Romanowski uses, I think he uses a little caffeine in his as well. I don't have anything to do with him, by the way. This is not a, an advertisement. We don't sell Neuro One, but it's the shit. It's really good. And that's the, that's the first thing I found out about. I found out about that, and then we wound up uh, making Alpha Brain, which is our version of it, with a bunch of things that work together synergistically. And um, if you take that stuff before bedtime, a lot of times you get freaky dreams. Like if you take it like an hour before bedtime, like right, it seems like right when you go to sleep, you know, that's when it's just getting into your system. And I guess yeah. when you go into your REM sleep, you just get an extra fucking fat, juicy pipe of neurotransmitters <laughs> to work fucking... with. And you start having freaky ass dreams. You're just full inception. Yeah. Good There's a God. bunch of. Uh, paracetam is really good too. People love that stuff. Love that. Choline. Choline is a big one. That's one of the ingredients what of alpha brain. What the fuck are these things? Are these in things? Lucky Charms? What is They're happening? They're definitely in Lucky Charms. They should be. People <laughs> would be like, God. my Lucky Charms made me very smart today. <laughs> they're basically, you know, it's they're nutrients. Yeah, no, that's a trip. No, I was just it's, wondering. People are super skeptical about this, and you definitely should be. You definitely should be. I would never, ever, in a million years, try to sell someone something that doesn't work. A hundred, I, I would have zero desire in doing that. So everything that like we do it on it, right. I use. Yeah. I use, I, or I believe in it. It's like there's nothing, there's no horseshit thing. So when this whole nootropics thing came out, we like we rushed and got Alpha Brain out, and a lot of people called bullshit. They're like, they're like, there's no studies, this is no science, this is snake oil. I was like, oh, you gotta have like all your ducks in a row right. when you start claiming that you have nutrient, regardless of whatever anecdotal evidence you have. So yeah. it was a good learning But I mean, that's experience. weird because people never just cry bullshit over stuff for no reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people well, never just go, what? No, fuck that. It's like everything that everything. You know what <laughs> I saw? that happens. What? I saw Katy Perry sitting down with uh, DeRay Mackison. Did you say a McKeeson or Mackison of uh, Black Lives Matter? And Katy Perry was apologizing about cultural appropriation because I guess she wore braids. For whatever fucking reason, and right. she was sitting there. It's the weirdest thing ever, man. They're both on a couch and they have no shoes on, <laughs> and she's touching him, and he's wearing a blue vest. I was like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Was that in a dream, or no, was that a no, real no. thing? Like, look, look, look. Here's the thing, dude wears that blue vest everywhere. I mean, he loves that blue vest. That's his look. You know what I'm saying? Dude, it's like Mister Rogers. Fuck? Mister Rogers. First of all, look at his socks. I love his socks. He's a strong, confident man. Are they in the Matrix? What's Those socks right are rainbows, homie. What? Bitch colors there. And so what? she's what? culturally appropriating a, a lesbian <laughs> right now with her hair. She should be careful. She's culturally appropriating literally an old lesbian. She what has gray that hair. What is the hipster insane asylum that they're in? That's her bathroom. That's where she shits. That, uh, that picture on the wall, it comes down and she climbs on top and shits in the mouth oh of my. the... Uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's That's a new so thing. Hot. It's a new thing all the celebrities are doing. Like, look how they're sitting here facing each other. It's so bizarre. I can't play you any of this because I don't want to get the video pulled off YouTube, but uh, it's That's super fuck, weird. And mostly it's him sitting there listening to her just go like this. Blah, blah. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, bullshit coming out of her mouth. Barfing. She just didn't want people to be mad at her for doing... For wearing braids? Yeah. For, for cultural was appropriation. Was there a, an outrage? Let's see what she looked like when she was culturally appropriating. Cultural appropriation is so crazy. The idea that you can't have braids if you're white. Dude, well, oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah, All they're trying understand. to do... People are just trying to control people. They're trying to control people. That's well, everybody wants do. their fucking two cents. Everybody wants to throw in and chime in. Yeah, it's just everywhere. Everybody wants to be like, oh no, 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 no. I got, I have something to say. It's like, all right, well. And everybody fuck wants you. to be able to be mad. They want to have a reason to get mad. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. Everybody we wants to pool. be super, super mad. Yeah, we were talking about the behind the scenes stuff at shows and about how many different mindsets you have to kind of manage. When you're uh, working on a show and how many people are just looking to get outraged about stuff, especially lately. It's so, it's a weird fucking time for this. Yeah, no, you can't joke. I mean, I I send out like loose cannon tweets sometimes and I would do it more back in the day. And then I just, like the more, I, you know, I get shit faced and then like tweet, <laughs> like write a tweet. And I'm like, I just, I don't even want to deal with what somehow Whoa. somebody could. I mean, even like innocuous, harmless Instagrams and stuff, people will still like jump on them. I'll yeah. be like, hey, you know, like, I saw this bird, and they're like, whoa, what's the deal? Well, what kind of bird is that? Well, what, did you fuck it? Or, you know what I mean? Like, why are you hating on the bird? I'm not, I just saw it, I just saw it. Don't you think, though, that for the most part, most of the interactions are pretty nice? There's just a yeah, small for the percentage, most part, yeah. right? There's a small, but those small percentages you don't forget. No, and it's it's just, I mean, it's the ones that are really irrational. And the ones that always make me laugh are people that'll go, like, they'll comment or something. And I don't really, you know, I'll read comments, like, in an Uber on a plane or something. And I'll just, like, oh, I'll see, check out the comments. Somebody will be like, hey, fuck you, you're a piece of shit. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and then I'll just like it. And then they'll comment back, like, can't believe you like that. Like, I was just kidding. Like, I'm a huge fan. And I'm just like... Well, this mm. is just weird for me it's because too weird. you're just sending, you just wrote a whole thing about how I'm a, I'm a piece of shit and I just liked it. And then now you're like, no, nah, I, I just, I just want to get you to like, well, respond. Think, yeah. From their perspective, like that's the best way to get them to respond. Like that's the best way. Like that way, you know, you'll, you'll be, you'll have your back up against the wall. Well, it's like you said, it's like when all, a lot of the stuff's positive and then the ones that pop are the people that are like, Hey, your fucking face sucks. Wow. You know what I mean? That's so rude. Which it does. Your face does not suck. It's Deez. Dude, you're fine. Deez face. Listen, there's a lot of people out there with some fucked up faces that would kill for your face. I know. Fuck. But no, I was saying about dreams. I would have, like, when I would detox from, like, a fucking booze extravaganza, and I would, I would have dreams. That's why I was intrigued, because I would have fucking crazy dreams where I would be, it would be so lucid. I want to hear Riders in the Storm right now. Riders in the I can sing. Riders on the stone. Wait, that was like a, a like a mix version. Yeah, it was like, like a f elevator DJ, on mushrooms, like DJ version. So you would detox. I would detox. And I would have these dreams, and they were so lucid. I'd be like walking around the dream, and I'd be and I would know I was dreaming, and I couldn't wake myself up, and I would try to wake myself up. So then I would try to like jump, dive out of a window to wake myself up, or try to like do something that will like jar me awake, and then I would do it. And then I would wake up, and then I would be in another fucking dream. Dude. And I'd be in my bedroom, and I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go up and get some water. And then I, all of a sudden I realized, oh, my God, I'm still in the dream because this isn't the shit on my walls. Whoa. And I'd have to wake myself up again. <sighs> fucking gnarly, dude. Like you psyched yourself out in the dream. Yeah, you're like, I got to wake up. You're like, hey, you can wake up, wake up. Oh, look, you're awake. Yeah. You're awake, but it was really just more dream. You're awake, psych. <clears throat> dude. Yeah, so that's why I was kind of fascinated by that. It makes you wonder, what is real? If you could live in a perpetual dream, 
what's going on there? You're still, there's something happening. You're experiencing things. It's, it's, things are happening. Whether you're lying there with your eyes closed or not, there's a bunch of shit that's going on. A bunch of experiences that your senses are taking in that are pretty fucking remarkably similar to real life. Right. Like, that's why it's so crazy, because it feels real, right? That's why dreams, like, especially lucid dreams, trip you out, because it feels real. It feels real, but I like that, <coughs> like, when you dream, like, a really weird dream, you just accept the reality of, like, like, when I remember a dream, I'll be like, yeah, I just totally was in this dream and just accepted that I was, like, riding a rabbit, you know what I mean, like, over a fucking skyscraper to, like, save Katy Perry's face or something. You know, we I don't... just totally accept it. I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm doing. Look at that fucking beard, that fabulous Morrison beard. People didn't have beards back then either. When he, had, when he grew this beard, the Be video is him in a, a fucking beautiful old Mustang being a bad motherfucker. Yeah, beards were like considered rogue back then. Oh, yeah. He was, that was... He was as rogue as it came, man. Dude, he's... he used to pull his dick out on stage. Went to jail for it. He's driving to the Tempe Improv right there. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> He was going to go see Joey. How do we know what really goes on when you're asleep for eight hours? How do we know when you're out cold, when you're out, right? How the fuck do we know what's actually happening? What's going on in these, these dream states? Because you only remember a fraction of the time you're out, right? There's a fraction of the time. What if dreams aren't fake? What if they're just some alternative reality that you occasionally intermingle with when you're conscious or unconscious rather like when you go into a dream state maybe that's just like the shadow of something that just happened that was real maybe you have like these these moments that seem like eight hours to you or five hours to you but you're really interfacing with some completely different timeline and some completely different reality and the world is pliable. It's not locked down. Like rocks aren't rocks and water isn't water. But everything's fluid and changing constantly. And that's why when you're in these dreams, you freak out because all of a sudden, like, the physics of reality are gone. You're I've, walking like, snapped walls. too into it, maybe. Yeah. Well, you, there might be a war. Look, just the fact that this world exists in the state that it exists in, this world is very, very bizarre. Right. If it wasn't real... Like, if, this, if reality wasn't real, if we all lived in some sort of a black and white print version of life, and then you got to experience the life that you and I know, doing stand-up and being in L.A. and flying in planes and using the Internet and experiencing life in the 21st century, in 2017, you would be like, this is the craziest psychedelic trip. If you went to Times Square, right. you, would never, you would never experienced anything like human culture. And you went to Times Square, you would be freaking the fuck out. Yeah, that'd be insane. It would be insane. We're just so used to it. We're so used to it. We don't realize how bizarre the actual world is. Well, so yeah, I mean, it's if, possible that these dream worlds, that these are just different worlds that you tap into when you conk out. Every night is a every different world? Could be. Could be infinite. Could be you're running a series of lives. Like you have multiple lives going on. And your decisions you make in this conscious life affect all of them. And maybe you have other lives when you're asleep that are conscious when you're awake, but much like you're asleep and you don't remember what the fuck is going on, when they're asleep, they don't remember what the fuck is going on. And you interface. You might not just be Nick Swartzen, stand-up comedian. You might be an entity that interfaces with multiple different dimensions in the night. And you just fuck. don't remember it, just like you don't remember sleeping. Right. You don't, you don't remember dreaming. You don't remember a lot of shit that happens when you're conked out for eight hours, right? Well, they probably don't remember when you're awake. 
and you're you're interfacing. You're not just shutting off. Like your your brain wants to everything needs to shut off so that your other self in this other dimension can interact and can go about its its world. And maybe eight hours to it is a month or a week to us. We don't even fucking know. Maybe that's a huge important part of being a person is that other world has to has to coincide with it. Maybe that's why Michael Jackson died. Because they gave him that shit that conked him out. That didn't you don't dream under that shit. They would basically put him under anesthesia every night and he wouldn't get to interface with the other world. All right, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, you never know. I, I might have got, with... got too high. <clears throat> I'm I'm fascinated by dreams. They fucking are weird, man. But I mean, yeah, that maybe they do mean something. Maybe there's another Most likely not. I mean, Most yeah, I think just maybe I'm just covered in spiders and screaming. <laughs> I think that's basically well, you can literal. Work, you work out stuff in your dreams sometimes. Like you'll experience I work out stuff, but experience. I don't I don't work out. In dreams. I never go to the gym in dreams. That's a good point. I've never fucking ever worked out in, in a dream. I've never done that either. That's fucking crazy. I, I just realized to, that. I used to throw kicks in my dreams. I used to, like, when I was young, especially, like, girlfriends would complain. I would, like, twitch. I would, like, literally, like, throw a kick. Like, remember when <laughs> Bill Burr made jokes about it? Like, it sounded like a Bruce, Bruce Springsteen song? Throwing kicks in the night. <laughs> <laughs> It was that's like a, an old Ice House Chronicles. We went on a whole rant about it. That's but it's an really amazing true. Springsteen song. A lot of guys have that problem. Like, fighters have that problem. Dude, my fucking old roommate in New York, we couldn't wake him up. You had to, Ooh. you had to like, throw something at him from, a, like, across the room and then hide. Because he, he would Because he would wake up in an immediate melee. It was immediately, Jeez. like, game time. And we thought, we found out the hard way. Holy we were like, shit. hey, wake up. And then it was just... Ding ding ding, and it was just like run, and he would just it would take him like fucking like fifteen seconds to like come back down. Oh my god! Yeah, so Jesus. I don't know what every day alternate every fucking day. What if an alarm clock woke him up? He wakes up swinging or no? It has to be a person. It would have to be a person. So why just put an alarm clock next to him? We couldn't afford it. <laughs> we were the alarm clock. The bloody alarm clock. Some people don't like to be woken up, man. They get super mad at you. And other people just chill. Like, hey, what's up? Yeah. What's going on, man? Why are you guys waking me up? Hey, man. Why are you naked? Ever seen someone get knocked out? And they ask questions. They think, like, what's going on here? So <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. Like, what? Where? why are you guys here? Like, why are you guys staring at uh, me? Oh, right. I've seen it before, but I've never... Not in front of me. Dude, it's weird. It's weird. The, the brain, the human brain... Um, when it gets shut off and then comes back on, it's almost like an old Windows 95 computer <laughs> when it reboots and you see the DOS thing. You right. Know, you know, you see the, you, what is that? The black with the white screen, the boot screen? Yeah. Is it DOS, the DOS screen? And then you see, it would take a long time to boot up and it'd be all janky and shit and you wouldn't be able to click on the internet yet. And it was like, when you get clanged, like, I imagine football players, it's the same thing. But they, they oftentimes don't remember shit. They don't remember anything that happened. They might not even remember, like, getting into the ring. They might not remember any of well, it. Well, I was going to say, I mean, you've seen so many fighters go through it. Do they, do they ever remember the knockout? Some of them do, yeah. Some of them remember everything. They remember seeing, like, oh, fuck, like that mm -hmm. last moment where he's like, he caught me. And yeah. then they're just out. Yeah, they remember getting hit. They remember what hit them. Some of them. Some of them don't remember anything. That's the thing about brain damage. It's a, it gets completely variable. It's variable. Like, there's some guys that just, they've been knocked out a ton of times, and they're okay. It's weird. Like, Alistair Overeem's a perfect example. He's been knocked out a gang of times, 
and pff, he's fine. Like at least he appears to be. He's very lucid, right. very articulate. I mean, he's uh, he's got his composure. But after fights, he doesn't. You know, like when you get c- cracked, like he got knocked out when he fought Stipe Miocic. And this is not his fault. And I said after this that I don't think we should interview fighters anymore after they get knocked out. Because he said that he thought that Stipe tapped. He thought he had the guillotine and Stipe tapped. Right. And so he was saying that in the replay. So we had to play the replay back because we didn't know if he was right. I'm like, we'll play it. Because he was saying this to me while I was interviewing him. That's wild. And so we played it, and you couldn't see the tap. I think he believed it. Yeah. But it was just because he just got knocked out. Yeah. No, you know, that's not a good idea to interview people after they get knocked it's out. It's a terrible idea. Terrible and idea. And I had thought it before, but I never, I really, you know, it's like, I just felt, I felt bad. Like, I had to play the video because he said that it happened. So if he said that it happened, my job as an interviewer is to play that video. Right. I just expected him to say something along the lines of, you know, I thought I had him. You know, if you could remember the fight, I thought I had him, but he got him. He got me. Fair play to him. You know, the normal, normal stuff. Give them a chance to represent themselves. So when that was going on, I was like, okay, this is not fair. This is like he's he just got knocked out cold. There's no way. Like three minutes later. Yeah, no way. No way. And then everybody gets mad at him for that. You know, you can't get mad at someone for that. <laughs> no, it's, just, it's too weird. Yeah. So this study came out today. Um, Brendan Schaub sent it to me because he's freaking out. It said that. What is it? Something like 97%? Okay. They, they examined 111 former NFL players. Only one didn't have CTE. Wow. Not only that, they found that 87% of people who play football at any level had CTE. This Ugh. is what's really crazy. Men who played football at all levels... All levels from like... So I, I assume that's got to mean like high school... Including high school, yeah. Well, yeah, it's got to... And who is that guy, Jamie? We talked about this before. Forgive me for I'm not a football fan. I like football, but I just don't know enough about it. Who is that guy that jumped on the car? Oh, that's right. Chris Henry is his name. Yeah, that guy was young and like a super stud athlete, right? Might have been like 25 or 26, something like that. When they did an autopsy on him, they found he had severe CTE. Ugh. It was like this guy's brain is wrecked. Like, pull, pull, see if you could pull that study up because people were super shocked because he was in his prime. Yeah. I mean, he was in his prime, and he was a super athlete. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, you, Jamie, you know a lot about football. What? A, how much of a badass was he? Oh, as far as like top wide receivers, he wasn't maybe like in the top ten, but yeah, he was. No, growing. but he was, he, starting, was, he, was he was starting. He was young. He was starting to get it come into his own, man. Right, right, yeah. He died in a traffic accident. Had chronic traumatic encephalopathy. I always fuck that up. Encephalopathy. Encephalopathy. Encephalopathy, hmm. encephalopathy, right? Encephalopathy, encephalopathy, encephalopathy. Boom! Oh my God, it's got to be neurosurgeons going crazy right now. Shut the fuck up, you idiots! <laughs> you can't even pronounce a word. A form of degenerative brain damage caused by multiple hits to the head. At the time of his death, according to the scientist at Brain Injury Research Center, a research center affiliated with West Virginia University, the guy says, uh, in quotes, we would have been very happy if the results had been negative, but multiple areas of Chris Henry's brain showed CTE. And then they go into details about it. So you got to think, like, here's a guy who's in his prime, 28 years old, right? Just bad motherfucker. Ugh. And he's not showing any signs of, like, falling apart. And he's got C- CTE. It's That's cr- scary. Well, I mean, it makes you think, too. I mean, I talked about that with a lot of my friends. Is I'm a big NFL dude, diehard football fan. And we were talking the other day, like, does, 
does it continue? I mean, like 25 years from now, it deteriorates for a lot of these guys. Well, like, yeah, worse. but I'm saying, like, does the NFL? I mean, oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, does the NFL continue? I mean, at some point, these studies and these things are going to come out, and it's just going to be, you know, it's horrifying. I think you're better off fighting. I think you can get knocked out in fighting, and you definitely get brain damage in fighting. But I think if you become like a mighty mouse. Like, if you get to a skill level that very few people get to, when you're at a super elite skill level, I think you probably take less damage. It's hard to say, because there's been some fucking wars with elite... I mean, the Mighty Mouse thing might be a bad example, because he's so fucking good, a lot of his fights are just mismatches. Right. You know, it's not like there's another Mighty Mouse out there that's trying to fuck him. And, like, someone... And everyone can't be the Mighty Mouse. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, it has to be... There, there's going to be like various levels of competency across the board, but like if you could fight the way that guy fights, like he doesn't—he's not a brawler. He's not doing anything stupid. He's not just like biting on his mouthpiece and throwing bombs. He's super technical in his approach. He's a, like a consummate professional and like a strategic wizard in how he approaches interacting with guys. Ooh, I almost strategically wizarded all that over was, myself. See how I caught that though? You almost wizarded all over your tits. Um, but what he does is just the, probably the safest way to do it, the smartest way to do it. Because he's just so competent that he's not getting hit. And he's, his, his, his tactics are so clever and so skillful that he's able to like avoid a lot of like big bombs that come his way. Right. Football players aren't avoiding shit. No, you're getting hit. Everyone's you're getting, getting hit. hit. Every, you're getting hit. Like There's no Mighty Mouse in the football world, right? If you're a linebacker. You're fucking hitting people. Yeah. They're hitting you, you're hitting them, period. If you're on the line, you're not. it's nonstop. I mean... Dude, not just that. It's not even getting hit in the head. They're saying doing this, like slamming into Any each other. Any of that stuff jerks your neck and jerks yeah. your head and all that stuff. Just the sheer impact. What are you going to show This is the me? alternative. They just started this weekend. This is like the pilot, what they're calling the American Flag Football League. So there's like some former NFL players in this. Uh, why don't they just blow guys on the field? But yeah, I don't know if this is going to be interesting Get this enough. off the air. No. <laughs> yeah, that's, that that's was, not football. That was depressing. Why'd you show that? <laughs> you can't have that. No one, that guy knows while he's doing it. Like, quick, up, put on figure skating. Put on figure skating really quick. We need to get something more manly. Let's cleanse this. I like their helmets or lack thereof though. I like that. I think that's very smart um, You know, <laughs> what is that? we just those that's are amazing. rugby helmets. Those are rugby helmets, right? They're well, not really helmets the headgear. They just they more protect your ears and, and probably gonna help them if they hit the ground bumps. Maybe I guess I would, well, maybe a little bit. I would just wear earmuffs They used to have those things in uh, when I competed in the Taekwondo days the guys got knocked out, and one of the real horrible things was they got kicked in the head and knocked out. They're usually out cold, and their head would bounce off the ground. So depending upon, like, where the fight was taking place, most of the time there was no surface. Like, we would fight, like, on an actual basketball court. Like, there's a video of me fighting on an actual basketball court. Like, you can see the lines on the court. It's solid wood. Right. And then you, you'd kick a guy, and they'd fall back, and their head would bounce off the, off the wood, and it was terrible. Like, some people got knocked out, and it was horrible. So they started making people wear, first, it was a headgear that you could just wear on the back of your head, literally just to protect you when you got knocked out so that your head didn't bounce off. And then some guys, they started making you, uh, some guys voluntarily did it. They started making you wear the bigger, all-inclusive helmet. So it's a big foam protectant around your head. Like the it's, thing you buy at football games, like a foam? No, it's like, a, you could find it, pull up uh, Taekwondo headgear. It's like, a, you, your face is exposed but like you have like these things that cover your ears and the foam all over the Protects top of your you? head Legitimately very little that's no. what it looks like 
that's exactly what it looks like. There's an Adidas one. So it's like, you see how it's got the foam around the ears and the foam on the top of the head? The, your face is completely exposed. And most, I don't know what that one is. That's not a, that's like not a, a Taekwondo European one. Friday the 13th mask. The one you had on is perfect. That's a real Taekwondo mask, the white one. Or that red one. There's an Adidas one. Yeah, so that's in. those are World Taekwondo Federation ones. Some of the International Taekwondo Federation ones. Those tournaments, a lot of them they did uh, differently and they they did the fucking they they stuck old school a lot of times. I remember they still had the uh, the wood floors and there was no headgear. They but I think they probably change them as t- time goes on. But they um, those those headgears were designed really mostly to protect you when you got knocked out from your head bouncing off the ground. Then they started making people fight on pads too. After a while, they changed the flooring. Yeah, I mean yeah. pads is key. Yeah, it you should just don't have been fight on pa- fucking hard wood. Yeah, it's the 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 being. I fought on a fucking God. cement uh, hockey rink, a hockey rink that didn't have any water <laughs> in it. They put a tarp down. My God, they put a tarp down. We fought on concrete. It was horrible. Why put the tarp down? At I that saw point? two people get knocked out too, and one dude who got knocked out, his eyebrow bounced off the uh, off the com- the concrete. Like you know, there was basically just like the whatever the bottom of a ice skating rink would be. You would drink. It was for the Bay State Games too. It was a big tournament. It was a big deal because the Bay State Games was the Olympic festival, and it was the first time, and I think only time, they ever had Taekwondo in it. If I if I were gonna, was gonna guess, I think I was nineteen, so it was like eighty six. So uh, these guys, yeah, there's one. I just googled Taekwondo tournament. There's yeah. all these kids on a hardwood floor right here. See, this might be a to- it might be a tournament where they spar, or it might be a tournament where they. Well, that looks like they have headgear on the ground, right? They have. Uh, they do. I they have see. forms. Turn, oh, yeah. That little red thing. Right. Yeah. Those are headgears. What's the the bar behind it? I don't know. What the fuck that is? Is that like a floaty for a pool? I don't know what that is. That might be um, a different kind of tournament. That might be a point tournament. I think it's floaty fighting. It's a new. <laughs> it's a new sport that comes out. Dildo whipping. <laughs> <laughs> so I was uh, I was thinking about this this past uh, weekend. I was talking to uh, somebody about that Brown Bunny movie. We've talked about that movie before. That's that Vincent Gallo movie where he actually oh, got his yeah. dick sucked. Then he f- was it with Chloe Sevigny? Ooh, you said it perfect. I've never said it right ever. Mm-hmm. I'm very theatrical, Joe. You are, dude. Sevigny. Sevigny. Yeah, and we were talking about how that it fucked his career for sure and probably fucked her career for a few years too, right? Like, did yeah, it? I mean, he was so promising to be like huge. a lead gargoyle. <laughs> but he was a he, weird freaky dude yeah like, that he guy was, was the weird, so freaky fucking guy. out there i mean like i had friends that were friends with him years ago and they're like this dude's just on another planet you know <laughs> what i mean like of course i mean he got his dick sucked in a movie for real and he got his dick sucked by a movie star that's not just like getting your dick sucked i mean she's had a really good career though she's done a bunch of shit since then yeah that was yeah. a while ago so she um i, I don't know i'm out of the loop so what was what has she been in Fuck. She's one of those chicks that like pops up and she was on an HBO show. I think she was on Big Love. I feel like I remember. She was in a lot of good indie films. But I feel like I remember there was some backlash to her in the beginning. Am I wrong? She was in Kids was her first thing. Oh, wow. She was in a movie called Three Needles. That sounds hilarious. Dude, Kids is heavy. <laughs> yeah. She's Shattered Jenny. Glass is dope. She's she in Party Jenny? Monster. Hold on a second. Was she Jenny, the girl, the main girl? Jenny in and Forrest Gump? No, in Kids. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny at Forrest Gump when no, Forrest Gump Robert fucked Wright. her on camera. <laughs> I don't remember kids. I just remember. Being yeah, she was, uh, yeah, yeah, she was the chick yeah. that got AIDS. Yeah, yeah. 
I what, think so, yeah. Because the there's that scene that dude fucks her while she's asleep. She's like, don't worry, oh, Jenny, yeah. it's just me, Casper. Yeah. She's like whispering. And she's her. got AIDS, and the idea is she gave him AIDS. Yeah, yeah. Jokes on you, screenwriters. What was the dude's really name? Work that Tully? Or what was Tully. Tully. Yeah, and he was in The Wire. Yeah. Wow. Everybody said that I looked like him when I was in high school. I remember that. And I was like, great. Click on that. What year was that movie? 95. Yeah, she was in Boys 95? Don't Cry, American Psycho. She's done some shit, dude. Yeah, but when did all that stuff happen? Like, when did the the Brown Bunny movie happen? There I don't it think is. it's the Brown Bunny. No, you just back up. It was right there. Go back. Fuck. There's the list, bro. Right, right up there. Yeah, there it is. Okay. So you. So she did that. an Academy Award winning movie, Boys Don't Cry. Yeah. And then she's like, time to fuck. No, it looks like t time to fuck was before that, no? No, Brown Bunny is fucking after. So it's after Shattered Boys Don't Glass. Cry. It was in 99. Where's Bro Boys Don't Cry? Here, That's down there. Oh, it's, it goes lower. Yeah. I'm going the wrong way. I was thinking the top was the more recent ones. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a crazy choice. So she's still done a bunch of stuff since Brown Bunny. She did Zodiac. I mean... She was on Will and Grace. Yeah, she was on Big Love. But not him, Her right? agent must be so confused. So He's like, for what him, do you want to do? He had, a real, he had a real backlash. Who? Right? Vincent Gallo? Didn't he? I, I mean, I think he's one of those, like, self-imploding dudes. I don't think he was ever really... Like, he did Buffalo 66, which is actually a cool movie. She she never stopped working. So you go 2003, yeah, 2004, Yeah, this chick's been, 2006. like, killing it. Yeah. So it didn't impact her negatively. Maybe it did. I don't know, but she still worked. But you don't really hear about that dude anymore. And before that movie, he was, like, a... He was a big... He was in Buffalo 66. Remember that? Yeah. That's a great fucking movie. I just said that, Joe. Did you say that? Yeah. For real? Are you I'm in a, so sorry. Are you in a dream state? I was trying to remember. I was trying to remember what we were just talking about. Yeah, Buffalo 66 is cool. Him and Ricci. Dude, I didn't hear you say that. I feel embarrassed. I wasn't listening to him. Doing right, pray the for cardinal you. sin of conversation. <laughs> I was just struggling with my memory. It's all right, man. Ironically enough, after telling you about nootropics. Yeah. You might have to wear a helmet now. I did yoga today. Drained my brain. I'm 15% uh, stupider when I do yoga. I want to get back and doing yoga. 15% <laughs> stupider in what way? For like four or five hours. After? Just, yeah, just wrecked. Yeah, hot yoga. My brain oh, cooks. Oh, God. My brain cooks. I did that once, and then uh, I was like, oh, I'll try it. My sister talked me into it. And I was 15 minutes into it, <laughs> and I thought we were done. And I was like, all right. And then I got up, and I'm like, we have to be done. And the woman was like, no, we have like another 45 minutes. I'm like, well, you fucking do. Like I, I like I just got out of there. It was so intense. As I had done yoga a couple times, I had gotten cocky. And it was, you know, I really liked yoga. It, like kind of centered me and chilled me the fuck out, you know? Yeah. And then I tried the hot shit and it was just not cool, man. It was too intense. It's intense. Like you definitely I, I was dizzy and But you know what it is, dude? It's not the best if you have to use your brain right afterwards. For, for like really solid like three or four hours, but it is really good in terms of like overall like right. your overall the overall the, your health and the way you, you interface with the world you're way more chilled out if you do it a lot yeah, but I mean so you did it and then just immediately got in your car and then drove away. What else should I do? <laughs> stay make just it, put a tent up. <laughs> Bought a plot of land. <laughs> glump. I should glump in that area. Yeah, I, 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 you know, took a shower, got the fuck out of there, got something to eat. Did you shower? I All did. Right. Of course. Got to. Covered yeah. in sweat. I think there's something really good for your body, though, That especially that hot one. I think that 104 degrees and stretching out, I just think it makes you more pliable. Definitely makes you more flexible. Like, when you're doing it, you can get into positions that you can't get into when you're cold. 
So that means to me, like there's some there's some sort of a benefit in being like really warm in terms of pliability of the muscle tissue. Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. That's so, not even a question. So I mean, it wouldn't that be that alone, popular if it weren't. It didn't have some kind of effect. Yeah, but even like you know, it's like even like getting in any situation when you're cold and stretching or trying to do anything active, it just sucks. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't, you don't perform at your best when it's 80 below zero outside. Yeah, like I got a massage the other day and it was freezing with the air conditioning on. Mm, and I stopped good. the guy and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah. And he was like, what? Oh, did you try to get some? No. No, but I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, turn this off. <sighs> a friend of mine, his girlfriend was a masseuse at one of those uh, Burke Williams places or something like that. You know, it might not have been that place, but it was like a high end spa place. And they had, a, they had to let one of them dudes go because he had a, he was running a whole prostitution ring in there where guys would come in. Really? And it was like yeah. a, a leg, like a name brand place? Yeah, like a legit place. And he, he just developed clientele that knew that he would suck their dick. He'd give you a massage <laughs> and suck your dick. Like, he just had the market cornered. Jeez. I guess I guess it was win-win. He liked sucking dick, and uh, he wanted to make some money for massages, so his books were full. Fucking Ari. <laughs> Saving up for that land. <laughs> that land ain't gonna pay for itself. <laughs> that that <laughs> land ain't gonna suck itself. Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah. yeah. So if I can just plug my show, Typical Rick season two already canceled. I already told you that. Yeah, you told me that. We the, were just the so I was just saying. Speaking of already, and well, our glowing relationship with Comedy Central. <laughs> at least they gave it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How long? Did, how many episodes did I do before you canceled it? We did two seasons of six episodes each. Yeah, so was you can su- still watch it, but we're, it's not going any further. What is it a surprise to you that they canceled it? No, no, no. They, we had a show that we wanted to do. We wanted to bring you on to do something. It was called Bro Assassin, <laughs> and it was about a guy who's raised by an assassin, and then he get the the assassin dad feels bad that his son never had a real life. He just grew up in the in an assassin environment in the jungle, so he sends him to college and he becomes like the ultimate frat dude. But he moonlights as an assassin still, but he's still like this frat guy during the day. Oh god. And that was me. And then I would like sleep in the base like in the or in the attic. And then I would be an assassin like on the down low at night. But I was always too high or hungover or too drunk. Wow. And we wanted you to be one of the guys that would be a recurring assassin. Dude, I'm in. Comedy Central bought it in the room, then I wrote the pi- the script. Everybody was like, This is hilarious. And they were like, No, and they just passed on it. Whoa. Yeah, I was like, How All rude. right, cool, good talk. <laughs> And then I rewrote it for free, and they were like, yeah, we still don't want to do it. I'm like, well, why'd you buy it? And they're like, I don't know. I was like, cool. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> Good talk. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Hello, Netflix? <sighs> <sighs> it's hard, hard being an executive. Imagine some of the bad shows that come their way. They probably get so confused. You know, it's probably like bad cops. Like, network executives, like, we get mad at them because they, they fuck shows up or they put in their own input. Or Do you imagine how many bad shows come their way? How many just terrible ones? Think about the ones that are on the air. Yeah, but and every a f- day they're like, ah, ah, and they're thinking about they're getting their job fired. The show's going to get canceled. People are going to lose money. They're going to be out of a job. They won't be able to pay their mortgage. Like, fuck, there's all this pressure on them. Fuck. And they're like, yeah, we'll buy it. We'll buy it, Nick. We love the show. Well, I hate the show. I hate it, too. Okay, sorry, dude. Can't, can't have bros assassins. Like, these people are on Adderall. They're all tweaking. They're, work, they're working 10, 12 hours a day. And Adderall is a lot like meth, if you don't know that, folks. One of the, one of the key things with people they do, when they do meth is their shit at decision-making. Their decision-making turns to shit. Cut to headline. Joe Rogan says all network executives are doing meth. 
<laughs> that's how the. I wish. That's how it works. I At think least a lot of them are on Explain. Adderall. I have a buddy of mine who's a writer, and uh, he told me everyone's on it. I said, really? He goes, yeah. He goes, I just know so many journalists are on it. So many writers are on it. They're all on Adderall. Well, especially, I mean, in Los Angeles, just like. In terms of what I've seen socially out and about, I mean, holy shit, every chick is on Adderall. It's like fucking nuts. I've never, I've done it once, and I was just shit-faced, and somebody gave me it, and of course I put it in my mouth. And then <laughs> I just, I, I didn't really feel it, but, you know, it kind of made me a little bit more alert, like kind of cokey, but it wasn't anything special. But I have friends that they just, they take it constantly. Yeah, it depends, I'm sure, on the dosage. Depends on the person. Depends on how you can handle it. Maybe you can. Maybe some people it's super beneficial and they can actually handle it. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying for sure there's some abuse going on. I know people that abuse. Well, it. yeah. I mean, certain things are made for a certain purpose. You know what yeah. I mean? Like when you make a pill that helps people like focus in certain situations. ADD folks. Yeah, that's not yeah. what you fucking take at Coachella <laughs> with like a bottle of fucking Fireball. That's not why anybody made it. They weren't like, yeah, this is a pill that you take. At a music festival with Fireball, just screaming along. Yeah, in just that's end, what it's for. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> the youth of the wild. What's it called again? The, we okay. are the youth gone wild. Is that Skid Row? Yeah, that's Skid Row, right? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I tried to karaoke Skid Row once. That was a fucking horrible mistake. I tried to uh, karaoke that song, "I Will Remember You." I'll remember, remember yesterday. And it fucking goes on for like six minutes. And I had no larynx. So I was like crying blood. It was horrible. I drove by the hotel the other day where Janie Lane died. Do you know Janie Lane, the lead singer of Warrant? She's my oh, yeah. cherry pie. He died in a hotel. Right over in Woodland Hills. How'd he die? Um, vegetables. He ate too many vegetables. No! Dude, it was all salads in his house. What? His place was filled to the wall with salad. Oh my god. It's fucked up, man. He got too healthy. He it's got like you, so healthy. You drink too much water. You ever heard of that? People dying from drinking too much water? Yeah. Like frat hazings and shit like that. Well, they have water chugging contests. Super bad, folks. Do not do that. You, you can get to a state where your body literally can't process all the water inside of it, and you die. You can... Fucking die die from what, drinking what, just water. How does it kill you? It ruins your organs or your heart. Question. I do not know. We should find that answer. Do you drown? That's a good question. Something happens. Some sort of toxicity. Some some effect of the water. That's I shouldn't fucking... say toxicity. It sounds smart when you say toxicity. It's like a good word to throw in if you're in in the middle of words. Right. We're dealing with a lot of issues and you know the random. Toxicity of the environment. Comedy Central. <laughs> uh, are they going to keep going with this is not happening without Ari? Is that the deal? Is they going to keep it on the air? Or is I don't just know. One season and that's it. I don't know. There's a fucking genius idea. What? To take him off that show. Yeah, it's so fucking weird. It's a genius. Like, <laughs> what? Pull him off of his own. I show. wish we could talk about why it happened. We can't. I wonder if we can now that he's got a special on Netflix. I have to ask for permission. But the story is ridiculous. It's hard, man. Like I said, hard being an executive, hard being a what we call a content provider. Nick, I believe you're a content provider. Well, what have you got to provide with Comedy Central? But I mean, I'm just saying in general, I don't think it's that hard if you have talent that is proven and that you trust. Like if I had a network and you brought me a show, 
That would uh, for me that would be a ninety percent chance that would go to pilot for sure because okay, it's all like all I need is Nick to become executive. <laughs> I'm figuring out my career path. Okay, I was, I was uh, playing the at the odds before. They weren't ninety ten. It wasn't that good. It was like you know fifty fifty. So I like the odds. So do you think you could uh, maybe do that? For me? Just quit my for me. Yeah, for Come you, on, Joe. Bro. Yes, <laughs> Come on, I will bro. sign up for corporate America. Be executive, bro. <laughs> could you imagine if you just decided like I don't like the shows you're picking. I'm going to be one of you. I'm just gonna... I've I've not not thought about doing that because really? I I hear I have so many friends. We all this we're all from the same talent pool of comedians and writers and stuff. Where like everybody has stories where it's like yeah I pitched this. I'm like that's fucking hilarious. They're like yeah, it's fucking. They were like no I don't get it. Well why don't you just start doing shit on your own? Because like well, this yeah, thing I mean, that you it's... did with Simon Rex in particular, I feel like you guys could easily do that on your own and put it on YouTube, and I bet it would be giant. We could. I mean, we're gonna try to shop it around to a couple other networks. And but uh, why get involved with other, with other people? Well, That's because we point. already have established content. So we already have right. two seasons, and it's it's already there. So we just need somebody oh. to go. Like, yeah, we get it. Well, do you own it? Like, you could bring it somewhere else. Yeah, because it's just through streaming. Which you know, Comedy Central was obviously like cool enough to um, take that to give us that, and then cool. all the executives got fired. Uh -huh. <laughs> because of one. That? Well, no, not because they found of that. your deal. They're like, "What the <laughs> fuck did you give him?" Jesus Christ! You're just gonna drink it away. Well, it's gonna do go that. crazy. It's gonna go on vacation. Have you heard about his dreams? <laughs> 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 He's a liability, man. He's kind of crazy, man. Yeah, man, you gotta do it yourself. You know, it's not their fault even. It's like counting on them to know what the fuck they're doing. If they knew what the fuck they're doing. Would they really be a TV executive? Who wants to do that? How many people want to do that? So I mean, it they just, might think they want to do it, but once you realize like the stress involved, fuck all that, man. It doesn't seem that complicated, though. Really? I, mean, I don't think so. I mean, if you have people that you, you know, can get lucky, <clears throat> someone could bring you Seinfeld and Friends, and you know the whatever. S s name some other show. Bring some big ass Frasier, some big ass sitcom. Cheers. And, and sh cheers. Perfect example. And you look like a goddamn genius. He's the guy who got cheers in the air. Whoa. But you could have got, no, just that's... got lucky. They could have brought you the fucking Sex in the City or The Single Guy or a lot of sitcoms that everybody forgot. They could have brought you a lot of bullshit. Toilet, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of bad. Coach. You know, remember, remember Coach? I like Coach. Shut the fuck up. The fuck bro. is wrong with you, man? I had a bad, bad experience. Well, that's you. That's, don't put that on Coach. Well, the guy was a writer for that show. On a sitcom that I did, it's like whoa! They just hacked it up, hacked it up, just swinging with the old double-edged broadsword, chop, chop. I would say, uh, but that's a different conversation. A, a network major neck, like in one of those main like NBC, CBS, like that's so arbitrary on what's going to be a hit. Yeah, but what they bring you, like, is your. I mean, you, obviously, I'm saying Comedy Central has a talent pool of talented comics. people. Yeah. For sure, but even talented people occasionally create turds. Of course, right. So if you're, it's all a crapshoot. I'm not saying fuck yeah, it but is. I'm saying there's different levels of like what could, you know, what's got a better chance. Like if right. you bring something with a vision, and it's really you know like you you're passionate about it, I would go okay. Joe is bringing me this impassioned idea that I think is funny. I'll give him a pilot. But the thing is about shows, <clears throat> this is the really hard part about shows, you're, develop, you're developing them while you're presenting them. So like the show starts out, it's a new show, you're trying to develop the characters, you develop the way they interact with each other, while you're putting it on the air, like creating it and putting it on the air. Like as time goes on, things get like 
you saw like Seinfeld like in the later years or Friends a perfect example right everybody knew the characters everybody just flowed together you knew like even though there were new scripts like the thing was so established like what was funny about it and how it worked when you're creating a new show they're always like firing people like that Kevin James show like they're they're like they change out they'll swap out the wife and like they did it on Bewitched get her out bring a new one in and we need a black neighbor like okay you need a gay friend and then like right they, 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 you know when when it's not working everybody wants to throw their fucking jizz into the soup mix like I know the fucking perfect thing this is missing and that that's that's what happens with those shows right they all just get jizz to be souped. they just get all these different opinions until they take out like South Park they don't listen to shit they don't listen to anything but that's my point is that. If you comment, major networks is different. Like the cable networks, they have a little bit more leeway where it's like, you know, if somebody comes in with, if, if talent comes in with a, a strong idea and a strong script and a strong vision and stuff like that, I think right. that's different. Right. With networks, you're getting, you know, a bunch of major showrunners with an idea and, you know, they're trying to fit into a formula. Yeah. That's different. It's still hard. It's still hard, but it's. I'm just saying there's different percentages of it. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, South Park came in, and they were like, I mean, I remember stories where they were like, they didn't get any notes. They were like, they don't even live here, I don't think. <laughs> I think they live in Colorado or something. They were just like, yeah, well, we're going to make this show and just, like, stay the fuck away. That's probably a good move. Well, I think yeah, they're, they're from genius. Evergreen. It's like one of my favorite places ever. Did you ever see the original one with what would Brian Boitano do? Yeah, of course. That is... That's how they got started, and that is to this day like one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. When someone gave us, it was actually a girl I was dating. She was an agent's assistant, and she got a VHS copy of it, and she uh, she brought it over my house, and we watched it together. And we were fucking crying, just falling on the ground, crying. It was so silly. And Jesus versus Santa. Yes. Yeah, that was insane. <laughs> I did the same thing. I got the VHS tape in like 1996. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's exactly when. <clears throat> that's the time, somewhere around there. And I had that VHS, and I would watch it. I was like, "What? This is insane!" God, it was amazing. It was so good. And it's kind of funny because it's like much more shitty animation and drawing even than the current one, which is crazy hard to believe. You know, you watch it, it's like you're watching like ancient, like, <laughs> you know, like ancient cave art of Jesus or something. You know what I mean? It's like, it's weird when you're seeing this old way they used to draw everybody in comparison to the new. The like, voices are so good. Oh, uh, he's amazing. Yeah, they're genius. Those guys are amazing. Trey Parker did the voice in this new, um, what was the fucking animated show that I watched? He did the voice of someone. And then a Despicable Me. That's what it is. Yeah. Despicable Me. Yeah. Did he really? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it with my kids. It's hilarious. Those Despicable Me They're shows. They're all really good. Even if you're a full-grown adult, they are fucking fun movies. Like, my kids love them, but I actually love them. They're fun. Those movies are good, man. You saw the third one? I saw them all. I've I saw seen the them first multiple two. Times. I have kids, bro. I've seen them multiple times. How old are your kids though? I saw Underwear Man. Oh. Yeah, Captain Underpants or something like that, I think it was. <laughs> Underwear Man. <laughs> there was a show called Captain Underpants. Yeah. There's a, a They made a movie out of it. I'm probably not going to see that by myself. That'd be super weird. Some, good. some guy just watching Captain Underpants. They make good fucking kids movies today. Those Despicable Me movies are good movies. Yeah, they're really they're well fun. made. The, th the third one holds up? Third one holds up. All right. It might be the strongest one. A lot of people don't like the Minions one. They're like, I'm tired of those little fuckers. Like, they need the other guy, Gru, to balance out the minions. Yeah. You can't just have the minions. Minions went rogue. Yeah, they're just all Cocky minions. Cocky fucking assholes. People didn't like it. I found it. I think it was good. I enjoyed it. I found it entertaining. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck the minions. 
Well, like Toy Story, dude. Toy Story 3 was like one of the best movies I've ever seen. I started oh, yeah. crying. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I yeah. wept. Yeah, there were, there's like some dark moments when the teddy bear is trying to fucking throw them into the incinerator. Yeah, that was intense. That's intense shit. Lots of bear, lots of hugging bear. I like bear. that. Did you ever yeah. see Babe, the talking pig movie? Yes. Did you ever see Babe, Pig in the City, part two? I don't think I stuck oh around for that. Oh my God. <laughs> see that movie. They decided to take the talking pig, like broad farm movie, throw him in the city where some of the dogs are prostitutes. <laughs> it goes so fucking rogue. It's amazing. Really? You, you'll love it. Really? I'll text you and remind you. Oh my God. Babe, Pig do. in the City. And there was a big outrage because it was so like aggressive and weird. Really? It's super dark and trippy. Whoa. Big pig. They're prostitute dogs? I swear to God. That's yeah, it's hilarious. nuts. The Look at that's one? one of the hooker dogs. Oh my God. In the pink. Is, that is hilarious. Look at that harlot. That's hilarious. Yeah. How weird are dogs, man? They used to be wolves. They scare the shit out of me. We figured out a way to turn them into that and have them live with us. I think about that when I'm around my dog. Because my I got a new dog recently, seven months old now. I got him a few months back, and he's um, a golden retriever. Okay. It is the least wolf-like dog that has ever existed on the planet. This dog has, like, zero aggression in him. Like, even when he play fights... Like a play fight with another dog. There's like zero threat of anybody getting hurt. It's like there's the the mellowest, calmest, and you gotta think like somehow or another people figured out how to take a wolf and slowly whittle it down until you make that. Right. Like what? What was he eating? They probably gave him some weird fucking shit to mess with his brain. No, it's just breeding. They figured out a way. Where I mean. I think that life is crazy pliable and where you have the best chance of success I mean obviously this is not my theory, but where life has the best chance of success It kind of molds itself to that whether it's by putting people uh, in colder climates making their skin lighter So they get bit more vitamin D because there's no Sun out. So you're saying it's atmosphere related It could be yeah, and the atmosphere of a dog is the only way a dog got food It had to be super cool with people so the dogs that were cool with people are the ones that stuck around and they kept breeding and breeding and the ones that are the coolest with the people the ones that got fed and the other right. ones got shot and killed and they didn't get to breed so it's always like the ones that are the coolest with the people that got closer and closer to the campfire and they got the scraps thrown their way it was, it was a sweet deal you bark and they they're cool with you and they give you free food and you keep the fucking wolves and the bears from eating them and you bark 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 when anything comes and they could be alert that was the whole deal with people and wolves and, and dogs. And so they figured out a way over countless generations to turn that wolf into this fucking dog, like into a poodle. Like they figured out how to do that. And I mean, it's just life adapts. It finds some weird ways through. And next thing you know, you're holding a, a French bulldog. Like, what the fuck? That used to be a wolf? <laughs> like a, a wolf got whittled down to I'm not, no disrespect to French bulldogs. They're adorable. I love those little dogs. But it's like, how the fuck did that even happen? Yeah, you never see like stone, like cave drawings of poodles. They didn't exist. <laughs> they literally like, didn't exist. With like perfect pom pom like ankles and shit. You know what they found out about dogs? It's really fucked up. Is that all of them came from wolves? They thought there was like that like dogs came from like a, a bunch of different wild canids. You know, a bunch of different like African dogs and different dogs. Nope, nope. All of them came from wolves. All of them. That's super weird, dude. Well, then yeah. a wolf, like, fucked a frog or something, because there's no way a fucking bulldog just comes from a wolf. It does. Slowly but surely, over thousands of years, they turn a, a wolf into a bulldog. It's nuts. Are we going to go back to wolves, do you think? We could, there... we could turn into Jell-O, for sure. 
We could turn it into some cube-like thing that sits in a hard form that we carry around. If people found out, hey, man, you can't break your bones if you don't have any, you can move things telekinetically now, and everyone's going to fit into this fucking cube, and we just would be this square thing with no bones, just slops right into this just indestructible plastic barrier that you could carry around in life until you wanted to, to fuck. And then when you wanted to fuck, you guys would get close to the bed, and then you would just ooze out on top of each other. You would, like, open your doors together and just ooze on top of each other. That's my entire family in Arkansas that you just described. Did you do that? Yeah. Is it pills? <laughs> it's everything. Pills got them. <laughs> Skittles. <laughs> I don't. Dogs scare me because a dog bit my balls when I was uh, a kid. I was playing wiffle ball in my front yard, and I'll never forget it. And I rounded third, and the dog lashed out and punctured my scrotum. And I ran into the house and I pulled my pants down, and my mom started screaming. And I just said, "So I'm, I'm dogs have always, to this day, every time I walk past a dog, I'm horrified." Dude, dude. Yeah, not cool. Yeah, that ain't cool. Maybe I will be a Jello guy. Yeah, for sure. No it's balls better, to worry about. It's a better path than getting bit in the nuts by a dog. Yeah. If you have no organs, okay, nothing can break down. You're just a, a giant hive of tissue, and everything now is a dream. But it's a dream that you can control. They've gotten to the point where you don't need a physical structure. You don't need skulls and organs and livers. All that stuff is handled exogenously. They bring in things. They bring in, like, these connections, these tubes that link up to you. And then slowly our bodies devolve to the point where we don't have organs anymore. We rely on all our organ functions to be handled outside of the body by machines because it's way more efficient and allows you to stay in the dream state and control your life. Do you have eyes? No, dude. There's no need. You see way better in the dream state. You have a mass of cells that somehow or another contains consciousness that interfaces with the dream state 24-7. Can I wear a hat? You can, but it doesn't matter. You don't have a head. <laughs> It's like a hat on a table. Can I be a jello shot? You can, but, you know, there's not a lot of juice there. <laughs> you want to be a big, fat tube, like a garbage dumpster filled with cells. The more cells, maybe you have the more horsepower in the dream dimension. Right, that's hot. That makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> well, we're definitely devolving, right? If you go from, like, if you look at other primates, like primitive primates, You'll get orangutans and gorillas, and they would fuck us up. We're so weak compared to them, right? So if you, we're obviously like the weakest by far of all the primates, other than like little tiny monkeys. Yeah, for sure. So by far, our bodies have gotten weaker and doughier and less capable, and like our tendons are not the same. They're so much stronger than us. So there's something that's happening to our body where it's getting like smolder and softer and weaker. And they have a plant-based diet, which is even Gorillas crazier. Gorillas do. Yeah. Chimps eat the fuck out of everything, though. They eat it. They're more closer to us. They're horrifying. Remember that story about the guy who brought his chimp a mm. birthday cake? Mm-hmm. And the monkey attacked him and then bit his nose off his fingers and ripped his penis off? Yeah, bite his fingers off. They bit, bit his fingers off. Bit his fingers off and his nose. You know the story? Yeah, they, they tore his face apart. He was jealous. The, the chimp that attacked yeah. him was jealous because he brought a birthday cake <laughs> to a chimp that used to be his. See, the chimp used to be his, and it oh. was a, the worst. Is that it? Is that the story? The chimp used to be his, and he brought the chimp to a sanctuary when it got older. Because as they get older, they get super sketchy. They start biting people's fingers They're off They're not as docile. Shit. No, they get super aggressive. And the consequences of them being aggressive are so ferocious. Don't, don't show me any pictures, please. 
I don't even want to see it. So yeah, he, it's he had to give up the chimp, but the chimp loved him still. So he'd go visit him on his birthday, and he brought him a cake. Well, the other chimps saw that they didn't get a cake, and someone fucked up and left some doors open, and the chimps opened the doors and just fucked him up because he didn't give him a cake. That's all it was. Because he didn't give him a cake. They tore his fingers off. They tore his dick off just because they didn't give him a cake. Was it the, the idea? Was it because of the cake fairness. or was it the fire? No, fairness. No, no, no. It was a fairness issue. They were jealous that he gave the cake to the one chimp and they didn't get any cake. And they were fucking furious. And you're also dealing with these chimps that are contained in this artificial environment. They don't right. have any freedom. They want to lash hostile. out anyway. And they directly associate people with being their captors. You know, the people are the ones that keep them in there. The people are the ones that feed them. The people are the ones that control them. And then if they can get out and fuck up the person, doesn't give them a birthday cake. Yeah. It's like the worst aspects of people magnified times 100. Like, you could see it right in front of us. Like, yeah, this is what we used to be. This is how we got to 2017. You had to be fucking ferocious. You couldn't be like, hey, man, I'm just here to be like one with the animal. Back in the days of like living with jaguars and shit, you yeah, had to be no, ferocious. You had to. You had to. Literally, yeah, it was live or die. So when we think of like what we're becoming, we're obviously becoming more passive. We're becoming more better able to deal with uh, interacting with each other without violence, and that all that all that stuff makes us mushier. All of it is just making weak. us more. It's not even weak. It's just like physically not not attuned to violence, right? So if we're physically not attuned to violence, why do we need all the strength? Like, why do, you, why do you need to be so fast if nothing's trying to kill you? You don't. You sit in a cubicle all day. So everything just starts to... Right. Just like a bulldog, their face, somehow they figure out how to make their face all flat. Our whole body's going to do that, man. We're going to just flatten out. So hot. And then our bodies are going to absorb the bones. Once we start, like, encasing ourselves... And we go back to the jello people? Yeah, you realize you don't even need food. You work like a, like a plant. You have uh, this this box that contains you and it uh, uses photosynthesis Osmosis. to fuel your cells not like water and shit just like soil you need some soil you're gonna put some soil below you you're gonna be a plant you're gonna go back to plants fuck plants in the matrix like in a week no it'll take a while all right good 100 million years or so we'll definitely be like some sort of a gigantic organism connected to some Probably some natural internet. You know what they'll do? They'll figure they'll get to a point where they're like, you know what? This regular internet is too unreliable. We're constantly relying on these cables. I have a new idea. Here's my new idea. We are going to make an internet by going into all these plants and genetically engineering them and turning them into Wi-Fi towers. So everything is a Wi-Fi tower, and this is the new internet. They're all connected with each other, and you, through using a computer or a cell phone or whatever, you're interfacing with nature now. You're no longer interfacing with some artificial servers and the Verizon, you know, uh, fucking sh throttling your data because they don't like using Netflix. No, 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 no. Now you're dealing with re-engineered plants where plants are now the distributors of information. I can't process heavy, that. It's heavy, bro. But it might be real. <laughs> I mean, they know that plants talk to each other. They're 100% they're yeah. certain of that. Plants, plants allocate resources. They have this whole uh, underlying, f like, there's like a, a whole, almost like an internet of mycelium and, like, fungus and all this different shit. All their, their, the network of their root system and everything like that, they communicate with each other. About what? We don't know. We, we know they, they do certain things, like plants hear uh, other plants getting eaten, 
and they change their flavor profile and they become toxic. They, they have like a terrible toxic taste to them. What? Yeah. Giraffes do that. <clears throat> not only is it, it works, or not giraffes, um, eucalyptus trees do that when giraffes are eating them. And uh, a, a bunch of different trees they've shown that when you, not only can they, this is the craziest study they did, not only is it not knowing for sure that these plants are being eaten, but if they hear it. So they played recordings. Of like crunching? Recordings of caterpillars eating leaves, and they've played it next to these trees. And the, the trees altered their profile. They start excreting some sort of a chemical that makes their leaves taste terrible. So what they found is like that, like if it'll happen in Africa, where one plant will be, uh, I think it's the acacia tree. That's what it is. It is, right? I'm pretty sure. I think it's the acacia one that changes. It's, it's not eucalyptus. It's the acacia tree. And one uh, animal will be eating it. The other animals catch wind that something's eating it, and they literally become toxic to them. They taste like shit. And so they won't eat it, and they'll starve to death rather than eat the plants. Some crazy chemical strategy. And they communicate with each other. That's how they find out that this other plant is uh, getting eaten. And it goes like, through the ground. They have this fiber of... Oh, Jesus. It goes through the ground. They have this fiber of all these uh, different... Uh, organic things like like fungus and mushrooms and shit that they're communicating. Good with. lord! It's amazing. That is amazing. Dude, they to think that like they, you just don't even hear it. They allocate resources. <clears throat> they they like figure out a way to allocate resources towards plants that are connected to them that are more needy. It's very bizarre. We totally don't know why they do it. We t I mean, we don't know how they're doing. It. It's all some new thing over the last like 20 years that people are begin beginning to figure out that these plants are somehow or another interacting with each other and maybe interacting with their environment in a way that we just don't understand yet. It's fucking weird, man. I mean, they might be conscious in just some way we, we just don't imagine. We can't imagine it. Right. But there might be some sort of a, you know, we think of consciousness as like, hey, man, I'm going to go to the store tonight and do a set. You know, hey, man. You know, I'm going to go uh, take my girl to the movies. That fucking Planet of the Apes thing looks sweet. You know, that's what we think of as consciousness. Every day I do that. But without language and with whatever the fuck plants use for communicating, it might be some sort of a weird language that they have, but that we don't even perceive. But we, could you we even, even have cl classify that as language? Could be. We don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm just guessing. I'm, just, I'm talking shit while I'm high, bro. Right. I'm, I'm asking questions because I, <laughs> I just... We, if I wanna, we could figure I out. I want to have a more plant-based diet, but I don't want Do motherfuckers whispering and shit. Yeah, like, don't eat careless whispers in your cauliflower. <laughs> Nick, da, da, Nick da, just da, ate da, da. Mark. Yeah. Somebody. But maybe they like you to eat them. Because if they didn't like you to eat them, how come when you shit out their seeds, that's how plants get distributed? Well, yeah. Also, how do they know what, what tastes like shit to us? If they're altering how it tastes. Exactly. They're trying to get us to eat it. And maybe they're trying to the make pits. it better for us to eat them. Maybe they're like, oh, maybe, oh, he's hmm. eating Mark. Maybe I'll fucking create a new spice, and maybe it'll be better, and he'll eat me faster or some shit. Hence, peaches. Why are peaches so delicious? They're trying to trick you into eating them, so you shit out one of those pits. Right. If you, if you get some nice, nutritious shit, and especially if you've been eating nothing but peaches, your shit would probably be fucking primo for growing a peach. Just ready for an S&M yeah. dungeon. <clears throat> You're out there in the woods. You take a massive dump with a bunch of peach pits in it, and they get fertilized, and then a new peach tree grows, and this one's even better. It, it talks you into deep, uh, slowly, just like a wolf becoming a French bulldog, the peaches become sweeter and sweeter and sweeter, and then even we get in the mix. We're like, you know what? This whole peach sweetening shit just ain't happening fast enough for me. 
Like me and my boys Monsanto, we brought scalpels and laser beams and birth control pills, and we're gonna figure out how to get these fucking peaches <laughs> super sweet, and they last for a year, right? Yeah, but what if you take a shit and the tree grows, and it's not peaches, and it's, it's growing shit. shit? It's growing shit. It's just a shit tree, and you can't hack it. That's down. where that's what ends up happening. You chop as the it peaches down. get so sweet that they turn into shit. Yeah, right. You, that's the world I want to live in. It's like you fix it until you break it. Exactly. You fucked up. You tried too sweet. You tried to get the peaches too sweet, and you got to the point got where greedy. nature rebelled. Yeah. See, that's the argument for diseases, right? The reason why there's so many diseases for human beings is that there's just too many of us, and nature's like, no, 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 no. You can't just do this. You can't just have seven billion of one thing. This is fucking stupid. We got to kill some of these things. No, we got to figure out a way. No, we got like plague and all these different things. We're like, no, 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 no. We got injections. We're gonna kill all that, and then we're gonna keep. It's like battling it one step ahead. Diseases and scientists are going to war every day on the front lines. Yeah. I mean, that's what's going on, dude. Nature's trying to jack us. You think nature's trying to pull? They're they're pulling the plug on us. When was the last time your dog got sick? I don't right? have a dog. Here's what you, if you have a dog. Here's what you do. You give your dog a parvo shot. They get like distemper. They get rabies, and they're good. They go around eating everything they find, licking everything, licking everything, pissing on everything. What percentage of dogs get sick? Is it even one? <laughs> What's the last time well, I've dog had friends who have had cold? dogs that get cancer and shit. Right, right. That can happen. But, like, dogs getting colds? When, you, when does your dog get sick? Your dog starts sneezing? Your dog ever get a cold? Get the fuck out of here. Dogs don't get My colds. My dogs, or I don't have a dog. But if you did? But, I mean, I've never heard of a dog getting, like, a sinus infection. They happen. They happen with those bulldogs, for sure. They get all fucked up because their nose is only, like, a half an inch long. You well, know, they, they have upper respiratory, face. like, horrible problems. I have friends that are bulldogs, and they said it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, one of my dogs is half bulldog. He's half bulldog and half Shibu Inu, so he's got, like, a little bit of a longer face. What yeah. is that? A Star Wars character? What is a Shibu Inu? Yeah. It's, it's a dog. Okay. You son of a bitch. You fucking made that up. <sighs> I didn't. It's a cunty little furry dog. <laughs> That's <laughs> a little on the aggressive side. You know, get a little cunty. So your dog's half cunty? Half cunty, half wants <laughs> naps. Just wants a nap. But he gets cunty with other dogs. He bit my puppy in the face. It's pretty fucked oh, up. Oh, is that your dog? No, that's not my dog. But my other dog, the biggest dog I have is the most chill. He doesn't fuck with anybody. What the fuck dog was that? Why did, why, did not have, oh, why did it not have eyeballs? It did have eyeballs. Do you need glasses? Let's pull that picture up. <laughs> Oh, look at that little cutie. That's why I got him, because he looked like that when he was a baby. That's what your dog looks like? A little bit, but he's got a little more bulldog to him. God, look at their eyes. But the thing about dogs, man, it's just they vary so much personality-wise. It's a trip. You could have three dogs from the same litter, and one of them is just a totally different kind of dog than the other ones. Like, when they get dogs for police dog training, psh, they never know, like, what dog's going to, like, how they're going to come out. Like, you look for a specific type right. of behavior, but you don't know why. There's like good bloodlines and everything like that, but out of a litter, they're not. It's not 100 percent even in a good bloodline. But they're normally what kind of like police dogs are never like they're specific, aren't they? Like mm -hmm. German Shepherds or what are they? Uh, they have a bunch of different dogs they use. Belgian Malinois are really good, but those are super hard to control. Like, Golden they're Doodles. They're really good attack dogs. <laughs> they're real good attack dogs, like the sick okay. on, sick on people. They're like very effective because they're super hyper aggressive and they'll just go right for your throat and fuck you up. They use those a lot in uh, military, what they would call the military theater. Oh, hmm. I like that. 
Is that what they say? Don't they say that? Military theater? The military theater? Don't they say that? Starring Chloe Seven Guns? That's like a way to sound smarter than you really are. If you said using something in the military theater. Like, what kind of an asshole says that? Military theater. I think theater. if you add theater to anything, you sound like you're smart. <laughs> like, if the you're not with the diarrhea theater. We're going to the... Yeah, if they, like, had musicals <laughs> and they did them in basketball courts, they'd make $2. No, we'd go see a musical in a basketball court. You have to go to that no. theater. You have to dress up. If you, you could get... see it how it really is, sneakers squeaking on aluminum steps and these people have no microphone and they're below you doing their stupid play. Yeah, that'd be shit. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here, bitch. Theater. Who had went to the um, this new musical at the gymnasium. It was <laughs> terrible. Everyone started throwing toilet paper down on them. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the theater, you're like, this place is old. This must rule. I've got a new suit for the gym. Yeah, nobody's ever said that. Going to the theater. Some of the theaters that you perform in, when you start performing in theaters across the country, you, you'll perform in a place that's like, start, it was founded in like 1920. All yeah. these weird backstages you got to walk through and everything. It's fucking pretty dope. Oh, what I was going to say earlier is we were talking about Florida. And on, I did my last tour and I did 55 cities. Everything was great. And there were only, the only train wreck shows were Florida. And uh, I did a performance art center. And it was in, I believe, Orlando, I'm going to say. And I showed up and they had, I went backstage and they had these huge murals for like Wicked and The Lion King and all these huge productions. And then there was like Nick Swartzen. And then, uh, so I was like, all right, I did the show. And we had to stop the show because two chicks got into a fist fight. Oh. Of course. Over what? I don't have no idea. It was in the balcony and I was like trying to figure out what was <laughs> happening, but I couldn't. Because they were escorted out and then afterwards they were like yeah, there's a fight and then a bunch of people there's vomit all over the bathrooms So then I went out to the staff and was like what happened and all the staff were these old women that were like used to plays and musicals <laughs> And weren't ready for the Nick Swartzen fucking tornado to come in So all these like 80 year old women were not equipped for like they just said people were sleeping in the bathroom there was puke on the floor. That's there was hilarious. There a fist fight. <laughs> it's like, that is hilarious. It was pretty funny. I was like, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> next week, though, we've got Wicked. Uh, next week, it's a resurgence of cats <laughs> being brought back by popular demand. Is cats being played anywhere across the country? Because I know it's not on Broadway anymore. I don't know. Actually, I asked that same question. It's not on Broadway at all? That was. A, the, I have a bad bad uh, opinion of musicals and a lot of it is based on a girl that I dated when I was 18 who made me go to see Cats with her. And when, I, when you're 18, you don't have any fucking patience for anything. Well, yeah, what the fuck? You definitely don't have any patience 18 for years old in musical? Yeah, people that are dressing up. It is playing somewhere. Ooh. Where is it playing? Back on Broadway, apparently. <gasps> Andrew Lloyd Webber's long-running classic is back on Broadway! Exclamation point. I mean, yeah, I that's mean right down the street it. from Caroline's, remember? Yeah, I don't mean to diss it. Last time I saw it was 30 fucking years ago. 32 years ago, almost. Well, there's still cats. They've not evolved. I feel like I need to go now. Let's go. I'll go we with you. We should go blasted. Like seven stars of death deep. And we should eat first. <laughs> like, have a... Eat, take the stars of death, like, full on. Take five stars of death, and then have a steak. So this is my thought process. You're sitting in the restaurant, like, right after you order, you go, all right, let's do this. You, you dump the stars of death down your system, and then the food starts coming. So the food piles on, your body has to struggle to digest the star 
and all the fat from your food, like steak and mashed potatoes, if you're feeling non-keto. And as you get, it gets cooking, like right when these dudes are you're just in a cyclone of fear and self-doubt and, and, and self-criticism and <laughs> introspective thinking and feeling vulnerable about and everyone's watching you and you know you're going to die and everyone's going to die. And, uh, and then... Do, 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 do. And then to top it off, though, we bring a litter box. And so we all defecate into the litter box. And then when they get mad at us, we're like, it's fucking, we're around cats. Dude. This is perfect. I was in Pittsburgh. <laughs> and uh, I showed up for a UFC in Pittsburgh at the same time when they had a furries convention. Oh, no way. Just totally. Did you go? Luck. I would have gone to I that. Did, I couldn't. I had to work. <laughs> Cancel the show. I can't. I had a show and then I had a UFC. Like, I was there for both. So I, I, and I had the UFC weigh-ins. So I had the weigh-ins on Friday, and then I had the show right after. I didn't want to go anyway. I just, I just wanted to. Like, there were you could see enough just by seeing them interact in the streets. But as you're driving down the street, you would see fucking dozens and dozens of people in these furry outfits. Right. Dozens. I mean, everywhere you looked, you saw like these mascots, like squirrels, fucking people that are dressed up like monkeys. Look at that, foxes and shit. And they fuck each other. Oh right? yeah, they do. Well, here's so the thing. you know that anybody wearing that is fucking something. Yeah, and you know, like you might like try to fuck a female fox, and you pull down the pants, and it's a hairy dude butt. And you're like, well, goddamn it, I'm, I'm already really here. Ready. I'm not really ready for this, but like, look how they're all walking around, <laughs> and they get together of them. There's photos of thousands of them together, just thousands, and people love it. You God, know, they it's got to be, be so hot. In but the, do they like, fuck? physically hot? Yeah. Apparently. Like in that outfit? I mean, I've worn costumes like that, just on like sketches and shit. Okay. But what, you, what is going on here in this picture? This is so strange. They're courting each other. They're holding hands and staring into each other's eyes. Like, you know what this is? It's like you saw cartoons when you were a little kid and they just fucked your brain up. You're like, well, this is what I'm looking forward to when I get out of this house. Then you get out of the house, you hear car accidents, gunshots. Rape. But do they fuck each other while they're both wearing a costume, or do they fuck people that aren't wearing a costume? Apparently, and this is, I have, I'm sorry if you're a member of the furry community and I misrepresent you, but some of them have hatches where their asshole is sort of like those old school pajamas in those uh, Wild West cartoons. Yeah. Remember the Wild West pajamas where they had like, uh, like Popeye always had those. Dookie flap. Yeah, you got two buttons that cover your shitter. Like the shit trap, and you open up the trap door and drop a bomb in there, and then button that fucker back up. They didn't have; they, they probably had drawstrings. They probably didn't even have like rubber waistbands back then, right? Like how no, the they fuck they have like those big buttons on either side? How did they uh, tighten down your uh, underwear back then? Was it buttons? That makes sense. They probably had buttons in the front and buttons in the shitter. I think they had buttons on everything back then. So these kids, they thought that was the future, <laughs> and then they went out there and they got punched in the face the moment they left their house. And then probably somebody did terrible things to them, and they went to school, and they got picked on, and then here they are, just wishing they were a squirrel. I like to be a squirrel, just like in the cartoon. That was my favorite type when I was young, and I'd watch the squirrel cartoon, and I'd be like, I want to be a squirrel. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to be a squirrel. Well, the hotel where we were at, they got a request. It was, they're filled up with furries, except me and a few of the other UFC <laughs> staff. I'm not, I'm not lying. That's filled amazing. Up. And they got a request, and the request was the furries asked if they could put a litter box in the lobby. No way. Yes. They wanted to pay for a litter box to be brought into the lobby. They're like, this whole convention is all us, so can we do that? And the guy's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> they, they took my idea for cats. They tried to get a litter box and put it in the front lobby of, like, the Westin in Pittsburgh. To make smelly in? Apparently. 
I mean, it could have all just been, just <laughs> they could have been like, come bluffing. on, man. Well, they definitely were asking for food to be delivered in bowls on the ground. Whatever they ordered, they wanted to put in a bowl, like a dog food bowl, and eat it on the ground. Right. There were right. several different rooms that were requesting this. That I can see, though, if you're going to go that distance. But if you're that You're not broken, taking a shit in the fucking lobby, all right? You Come never on, know dog. until you ask. You don't know until you ask. <laughs> think it's all us. It's all us here. It's just all us. We're amongst friends. We'll pay him. We'll pay him. We'll pay him. Why don't we just ask? Let's just ask. <laughs> like, they're so crazy. They just probably asked. Yeah, I mean, I get It's like, have the, just have a litter box in your room. In the no. lobby? Yeah. Come on, man. I bet a lot of them had them in their room. I oh, bet they yeah. all just were going up that fucking flight of stairs with a duffel bag filled with litter. <laughs> <laughs> Housekeeping. And a big old fucking plastic cement mixer. <laughs> <laughs> they pour the kitty litter in one of those plastic cement mixers. You know, you ever make concrete when you were a kid? Did you ever have to make concrete? No. I construction jobs. Sometimes you'd have to make concrete, so you'd have to pour the shit and pour the water and mix it. You'd have to mix it in this big old fucking plastic tub that was a lot like a big litter box. <laughs> right. And you could just do that. Just to get one of them cement mixing tubs. Good lord. <laughs> I want to do that. I want to try it. If you could get thousands of people, I would get into a furry outfit. I don't want to get fucked. Okay. But who would... would you be? Who would I be? Yeah, if you could be a furry, like what creature? Would you, uh, what do you feel like your spirit animal is, Nick? Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know, maybe, uh... Do you think you're a monkey or a wolf? I would say a monkey over a wolf, if mm. those are the options. Okay. okay, so we're moving more towards monkey. I'm just trying to get, like, a taste palette. It's a, I would a say series a, of questions that I use to determine which wine would be best for you. Uh, <laughs> I would say a squirrel. Squirrel, interesting. Yeah. Like you it's are very Midwest. You are a rat, but your tail is so cute, we let it slide. Plus, you only eat nuts and plants. Yeah, rats eat everything. Yeah, I'm not a too, fucking rat. Too sketchy. Yeah, rats are just can't be trusted. Carrying diseases. Squirrels are chill. I used to hang out with squirrels in New York. I would go into uh, Union Square, and I would I would get a I saw a guy get a bag of nuts. And I watched him. He would sit in the middle of the park, and the squirrels would come and crawl on him. Yeah. And he would put the he would put a nut in his fist, and the squirrels would reach in like a, like it was like a little hole and pull the nut out and eat it on his arm. Yeah. So I studied this guy for weeks, and I was like, I want to fucking do that. So I go and I get a bag of nuts, and I got the courage up, and I got into the middle of the park, and I sat there, and the squirrels started coming on me, and I started getting like panicky. But you can't panic. So I just zoned out, and then the squirrels started feeding out of my hands, and I started wow. becoming a squirrel man. And then I started, I wanted to show my friends, so I'd bring my buddies into like, like a, to the park with me, and I'm like, watch this. And they'd be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? And I'm like, watch, and the squirrels would be on my arms and stuff, and my friends were like, dude, I'm not on board with this at all. <laughs> and like, nobody thought it was cool, they just thought I was like a fucking complete <laughs> lunatic. And I thought I was whisper. like this, I thought I was like an X-Men or something like that. <laughs> I had like gotten this like power that I dialed into like a whole. Dude, I don't know. You became like a beastmaster. Yeah, I thought it was rad. But do you not... remember that show? Yeah, of course. The dude used to be able to tell animals what to do, and they'd all listen to him. Yeah, yeah beastmaster yeah. was the shit. It's fucking ripped. The one thing no they could on. remake, they fucking don't. That'd be a sweet remake. And a hundred percent, you should be the beastmaster. You or me, we could be beastmasters. Dude, we could do it, brothers and sisters. Beastmasters. We need a bunch of chicks too. We gotta, you gotta have diversity today if you're gonna pitch a show. We should have uh, at least one black female trans beastmaster. 
Look at him. He's Beast. jacked. That seems like the newer <laughs> oh version of Beastmaster. God. Is that the original Beastmaster? Is Damn, that I the didn't porno? That's... No, there's that guy right above yeah, him. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. That was the original Beastmaster. That was the dude that was in a movie called Laser Blast. <laughs> Laser Blast was a fucking favorite science fiction movie of mine when I was like a little kid, man. Like during the Star Wars days. Yeah, and he found this gun. He found this gun <laughs> that you put- the makeup on the right. Oh, it was so bad. You put- the, it was this alien gun that you put in your arm. Like you put your arm in it, rather. Like you fist this gun, like that's how it works. And he found this thing, like the alien that's like crashed their spaceship and lost their gun. And this dude picked it up, and the gun slowly but surely turned him into this monster. It was awesome. That fucking thing. Yeah. See that guy. Ew. Like, see the pictures. Those yeah. are the actual aliens. So that's what he turned into. Oh. Those are the laser blast. Nineteen seventy-eight. Ha, <laughs> dude. I that was, was eleven. A movie? Yeah, I was eleven years old when this came out. So when you see the guy, like in the upper pictures, go scroll up, scroll up a little bit. See the like the one with the teeth out in the left hand side in the top with yeah. the teeth on the left hand side. Yeah, that one. That that is what he turned into when he kept fucking with that gun. The more it was like sort of like a take on Gollum's ring in a way, right? Like the more he fucked with his gun, like the more he would become like one of those aliens <laughs> and start shooting shit with this weird fisting gun. That's... It was dope though, dude. See if you can get a clip. You find a clip online. He turns into me in Vegas. Ta! Ew. Dude, when you're Ew. 11, it's awesome. Go yeah, full sure. screen. It's a special preview. Oh, this is a preview. See? So the dude finds this in the desert. What the fuck? Look at the aliens. Like, oh no. He's got our gun. They're pissed off. See, they're in their spaceship. And he uses it. Yeah, see the spaceship it's lands. The story of a UFO that has landed and visitors from the galaxy <laughs> light years away. That ship was decent effects. <laughs> How bad is this? Oh my god, it's the greatest thing of all time. Oh, he shot at them. He <laughs> fucked them up it's and they fucked him up. Like anything on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He just looks like a douche, right? Like yeah. A douche, and he turns Seriously. into a monster. Look. <laughs> it didn't even oh hurt God. the guy. This looks so bad. He shot the cop car. And the world tried to take it away. They didn't know I noticed. Oh! Town sealed off. Oh my god. They tipped over his bike. When, uh, when we have the new studio, we should do a fight companion with this movie, Laser Blast. Oh my you and god. Me, you don't drink anymore. Damn it. I do. You do? I'm just taking a break. How much of a break? I'm start, I start another movie in like two weeks, so I'm, I'm taking a break until after Labor Day. Okay. After Labor Day. You and I will get fucked up, and we'll watch Laser Blast. 100%. And we will start it from play, and we'll watch this fucking silly movie. Play more of it. <laughs> keep it just keep it running in the background the entire time the show's on. <laughs> yeah, there's like 10 seconds left of the trailer. It's so bad. How bad is it? That looks really bad. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it's beep, so beep, bad. Anytime a gun sounds like that. Beep, 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 beep. So I was wrong. That's not, that's not the Laser Blast guy. It's a different guy yeah, it's who a different looks dude. like him. It looks like him. He's from another movie, though. The guy, the laser blast guy, was in, or the Beastmaster guy was in some other movie. That he was looks really familiar. Cool. He looks He's like been an in a old bunch school. of shit. What is this? The French version? Oh, he has got the whole movie. It's on YouTube. 
Laser blast. Well, wait, show a Beastmaster trailer. Look how bad it is. Look how bad, like, even the, the, like, the fucking letters are shaky. Like, when they play the letters, look at this. They can't even keep it no still. No effort into the They just didn't font. have the skill back then. They would, like, they would do all this shit by hand, like a bunch of monkeys. Is that the dude, Kim Milford? Cheryl Smith was probably hot as fuck back in the day, right? She definitely did coke. Do you think so? I mean, it's, it was it's 1978. I don't yeah, think they were doing I don't coke. think you had a choice back then. Yeah, they made you do coke. They punched coke into your face after when you were born. And you had to wear bell bottoms. Yeah. This is the beginning of the movie. Dude's like, hey, what's that? Like this, this movie's so fucking stupid. He's like, well, I was just walking. I'm so <laughs> yeah, tired. Just walking through God, I'm so a boiling tired. hot shit desert. Can't believe. So I think this is like the alien with the gun. Well, let's save it until we wait. Okay. Yeah. Until yeah, we watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We'll save it. Yeah, yeah. This is the original alien. That he was. Uh, that's what it was. The, that guy dies and he leaves him the gun. Spoiler <laughs> alert. So I'm wrong. I thought that that guy was the Beastmaster guy. But Beastmaster doesn't matter. We were still turned on to a gem with laser blast. I'm glad I remembered that. I don't know how I remembered that. I don't know how the fuck that's still in my brain. Because I haven't seen that movie in. I probably haven't seen it since like a year after I watched it the first time. That's the guy. Oh, yeah, that guy. Mark Singer. He was in in some movie. He played a blind guy. That guy's been in everything. Yeah. He was in Teen Wolf. He's kissing a dude. What's that all about? Cut that out. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. He's going LRG on that. Mm. Yeah, he's in a. That guy's got a, a gang of movies he did, but also Beastmaster, and The Young and the Restless. If you had a Beastmaster, would it? Would people think it was racist if you hired a black guy? What do you mean? If you had a guy that could talk to monkeys, as long as. <laughs> As long as he's a white guy. If it's a white guy and the white guy can walk into the forest and falcons land on him and fucking giraffes come up to him and he gives him an apple and shit, everybody's cool with it. But if you had a black guy, <laughs> like Jet Black, Wesley Snipes Black, and he's walking through the, the jungle and all the animals flock to him and he, he and the monkeys, they talk to each other and he tells the monkeys what to do, people will be like, no fucking way. <laughs> That is so racist. Are you saying that black people are, are like, m- closer to these animals? What the fuck? No, 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 that's what we're saying. No, 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 we're saying he's really cool, and the animals like him. That's not what I got out of it, bro. How come white people can't talk to monkeys, but black people can't? Get the fuck out of here with your racist, <laughs> bullshit-ass, ableist movie. Right? But he. But if it's a white blonde guy, you're like, yeah, he's amazing. like Thor. You can talk to anything. Yeah, he's amazing. He's like channels the spirits of these animals. They know he's pure. He doesn't have facial hair. Yeah, if he spoke reason. to a unicorn, people wouldn't freak out. He doesn't have any clothes on, but his hair is quaffed. He's like, he doesn't need clothes, bro. I just need shampoo and some conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in the jungle, but his hair is just perfect. Perfect. It's just like style. It's a little it's kind of frosted. Slightly. <laughs> Somehow he has highlights in the forest. <laughs> Doesn't cool. make any sense. He's super close with eagles. Dude, I had a, a hawk issue in my backyard yesterday. Um, I tweeted, I Instagrammed this picture that I found uh, a hawk dead in my yard that another animal had something, had bitten its head off. Jesus. And had eaten its uh, breast tissue. Ugh. Okay, so that was a while back. Well... Yesterday, I was out in my yard, and I let the chickens out. I have chickens, and the chickens are wandering around, and there's three fucking hawks. They're not big hawks. They're small. They're like the size of this thermos, you know, so they're probably like 12 inches high or something. Not a big hawk, but they're trying to jack these chickens. They're, they're like 
on the chicken coop, and one of them swoops down and slams into the mesh, like bangs into the mesh of the chicken coop, like is trying to get at them. Sees a God. chicken, dude. So I'm like, this is crazy. So I have my kids come out, and my wife come out, and we're looking at these birds swooping down, and, and one of them landing on top of the roof, and the other one's in the trees. <clears throat> I'm like, this is so fucking strange, man. What is going on? And they're just making noise, like, meow, 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 like really loud. They're juveniles. And I've, I've found two of them that are dead. And what I'm thinking, the two of them that I found that are dead are bigger. So I, did, I saw these animals, these small ones, and then the next day I found a dead one. And the dead one uh, also had its head missing. I think there's some sort of a, a, a bird war going on in my neighborhood. That there's like a bird gang war going on. And I think there's hawks and there's larger hawks. And um, one of my friends saw a larger hawk eating baby hawks in a tree. Good lord. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was in the, on the way down the street and uh, apparently going to his car and he saw these hawks that are in our neighborhood killing these baby hawks. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? And so I was like, well, you, so there were, the babies were there by themselves? They were like in the, and then the hawks killing the babies? Like he saw it happen. I was like, that is insane. So there's like some sort of a gang war. Because I told him about the hawks being dead and he found one of them like that. Shit is getting real in your neighborhood. Dude, it's crazy. It's fucking Hawkmageddon. I wonder, I, I think it's just hawks killing other hawks. Like they're like trying to like establish, probably just like all these other animals. Like apparently mountain lions do that too. Bears do that. They'll kill the young ones. They'll find other people's young and kill them because they think they're competition. There's only so many rats, you know, that right. a hawk or a rabbit that a hawk can eat. God. Fuck, dude. That's it's crazy. intense. So we found two, two different hawks with no heads. Do you normally have a lot of hawks in your neighborhood? Is this Definitely. You see them all the time. You see them floating around. <clears throat> They're just circling all the time. You see them all the time. You, all, all throughout the Hollywood Hills, you can see them. I don't know if I've ever seen a hawk, maybe. My friend Tom, Tom Sharonis, director, he was uh, in his house in Studio City and he watched a uh, uh, like a dove or some small bird just get jacked by a hawk right in front of him. It was sitting on a, on a, um, a fence. Just the uh, bird was just sitting there chilling. Oh, what a wonderful day to be a bird. And he said this hawk just came down and swap, just grabbed him right there and fucking flew off. And, and they do it just for fun, right? They don't no, eat. they eat them. They eat birds. Do they really? Dude, birds eat birds. Yeah. <clears throat> we played a video of owls. Jack and a hawk. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen that no, one? No, an owl jacking a hawk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I've it's, seen owls, like, eat rabbits and shit, right? They put a night vision camera uh, on this tree so they could capture these uh, these hawks that were in this uh, this little nest together. Might be even a young hawk. <clears throat> and this owl comes in from out of the sky. Like, you don't see anything until you see its eyes. You see its floating eyes. And then, woof, watch this. Watch this video. It's amazing. That's a hawk. Yeah, watch this. Boom! Oh, later, bitch. just jacks him. His buddy's like, Mark? one more time, one more time, one more time. Yeah, let's see that again. Watch this. See the little eyes in the distance. See how they're floating. Oh Look, yeah! Here Holy comes. shit! Watch this, bitch! Oh my gosh! How crazy is that? So there you go. There's your answer. Birds eat birds. Dude, that's intense. They eat the fuck out of each other. I mean, if you see Ethan Hawk in your neighborhood, I'd be getting fucking really worried, dude. <laughs> Ethan is looking, looking very predatory lately. That would be really scary. That would be uh, dope. I wish my last name were Hawk. You can make it Hawk. But he did. You think he but did? His name's like Ethan Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I gotta be mysterious. I gotta be Hawk. Ethan Shamalama. Ding dong.
There's a lot of people who have done that, right? Like Jamie Foxx, he had the most brilliant idea ever. He made his name an androgynous name so that he would get picked as people to go up in the Laugh Factory. Because <clears throat> it was a Laugh Factory open mic. And they would pick chicks more than they would pick dudes because there weren't very many chicks. So they would try to get a certain amount of chicks. Right. So he made his name ambiguous. He changed his name to Jamie Foxx with two X's. That's pretty cool. Smart. His old stand-up's hilarious. I used to watch his old Showtime specials. <laughs> <clears throat> He's going to be on on Thursday. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. That guy can do everything. Yeah, the he's guy's a bizarre guy. Insanely talented. He can sing. He can act. Like can like le legitimately sing and legitimately act. And do stand up. And do stand up. Stand up's the fucking hardest. I mean, that's to be like a monster. He was a like big headliner, dude. Dude, you remember that when guy he was a monster? Yeah, he just stopped doing it. The foxhole. <clears throat> remember when he had that um, character that he did on In Living Color, the woman with the giant crazy lips? Yeah, fucking hilarious. He, he would walk on. He was the original Duckface. Right? Wasn't she? Yeah. <laughs> was was that, did she do that? Did she, am I imagining that she made a duck face? No, she did. <coughs> Is that the you original duck it, face? Right? <clears throat> can I see it? Ug yeah, ugly, Wanda. ugly Wanda. Do you think that Ugly Wanda is the original of the duck face? Yeah, there's the duck face. <laughs> yeah. That's Ugly Wanda. <laughs> that character might be the original duck face. <laughs> that might I mean, be what, like, what everybody copied. It's already hilarious right there. It's <laughs> hilarious. Dude. In Living Color is a forgotten show. It was one of the funniest fucking shows ever. Yeah, it was amazing. Dude, do you remember Handyman? Yeah, of course. Do you remember File Marshal Bill? <laughs> I remember... <coughs> Fire Marshal Bill. God, I can't stop coughing. Um, Fire Marshal Bill, I was, I was playing pool. Me and my friend John were playing pool in New York, and this show was on, uh, you know, above the pool table, and we were like, what the fuck? And we're like, I can't even believe this is a real show. Like, there had never been a show... Like when Jim Carrey played that guy who'd been burnt up in a fire? Yeah. There'd never been a fucking sketch show where they showed a guy <laughs> the burn with scars victim? all over his face. Like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. And also... Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> he had no lips. A and burn he just looked victim. crazy. That is insane. And See if also, you can find a clip. Well, also Venus de Milo, the person who was, did crystal meth. A oh, crystal yeah. meth trans weightlifter. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> How do you even pitch that? <laughs> What a crazy show. People forgot. How about Two Snaps Up? Yeah. Remember that? It was amazing. People forgot. They forgot how good the show was. Yeah, they were great. <clears throat> when we were um, young in the 90s, this was the show. Yeah, that was, it was that hilarious. It was, was the show. It's the show that launched Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez. It didn't launch her. She was a fly girl, bro. Well, yeah, but it, I, I mean, but she wasn't acting on the show. Didn't matter, dude. She became a fly girl. Come on, son. Have some respect. All right. No, Do I'm you, just you're saying. Not impressed? Look at you. Like I don't even care, bro. I'm impressed that she's a flagger. I just, I remember <laughs> her being a flagger. I'm saying she didn't. That wasn't her first thing. Was it her I first think thing? It was her first thing, man. Where is she? God, that's her in the front. That's her in the bottom. Holy okay. fuck! I want my money back. What have you done? What do you really look like? <laughs> How did you do that? <laughs> That is funny that they had. <clears throat> she was the first the girl. Fly girls. She was the first girl to become famous for her ass, right? Not for her. Obviously, she's talented. Don't get me wrong. She's ripped now. Oh, is she? Yeah. Great shape. Yeah. But she also resisted the uh, temptation to accentuate that ass in an artificial manner. She's stuck with squats and dancing. Respect. Respect. Because she was the original big booty girl, right? 
I mean, if you think about it, and then all those other chicks. Yeah, <clears throat> that's the first person I remember where people are like, "Oh shit!" T- some people are taking it too far. I saw a, a young lady this weekend that was just taking it way too far. Well, I mean, why? It's uh, butt implants to me are so bizarre. I don't know why the fuck. I don't know what that does. See, that's a real butt. That that's Jennifer Lopez's butt. That is a bottom. That's that's legit. That is Latina DNA. That's exercise, squats, dancing, and just the sheer love of dick that just just comes out in everything she does. Like, look at that. <laughs> God what? damn, that woman's hot. <gasps> that's. She's 48. She could be 100. What? She's 48? If she's 100 and looks just like that, people will line up to fuck her. Look at her skin. <clears throat> yeah, she's insane, insanely hot. That's like some Westworld shit. Well, she's got, like, superpower DNA. Like, there's no way you just get that with, a, like, a regular person. That's, like, superpower DNA. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Um, but what was the point? That's like my skin. Oh, see, she, she stayed natural, man. That's the crazy thing. Like, there's so many women, like, and obviously not at her stature where they're, like, Legit movie stars and stuff like that, but like some of these pop gals are stuffing so much fucking stuff into their ass Yeah, that it wiggles like a waterbed. It's like nauseating themselves There was some what is the girl's name Iggy Azalea is that her name? (coughs) There's a video that she's doing where she's shaking her ass and it's literally like trying to fuck in a waterbed. It's like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sound effects. It's like stop, <laughs> slow down. Unless that's your real ass, in which case, multiple apologies. <laughs> <laughs> multiple, <laughs> many apologies. If that's your which, real ass. You're, but, you're big ass shaming. You're body shaming. Fuck not, you, I'm Joe. Not, I'm not body shaming. But if you have a crazy body, we're gonna talk about it. And if your ass is that giant, people are gonna talk about it. Yeah. I guess it's body shaming to be. No, it's. It's uh, surgery shaming. That's what it is. I think that's legitimate to surgery shame. Sure, right? If you call it. Like, if it's like, if we had done that earlier, would we have lost Michael Jackson? Like, if somebody surgery shamed him, like, super, hey, dude, hey, 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 stop. Yeah. What are you, what are you doing? What's going on? Why is your nose doing this? What's going on? Why is it getting so small? Yeah. He, like, his nose started caving in, man. Remember when it was caving yeah, in? Yeah, I'm aware. Good Lord. Good Lord. I mean, I have a friend, so I went to dinner with a friend of mine. She's awesome, and I hadn't seen her for a while. And she got plastic surgery, plastic surgery, and I didn't, she didn't bring it up. I hadn't seen her for like five years. And I was, and it was noticeable, not big time, but enough. And I didn't know what, how to handle it. I didn't know what to do, so I just didn't say anything. But I wanted to be like, why? But it, you know, once somebody already does it, it's kind of a fucking moot point. To be like, hey, what'd you do? Go back. I so know. I just let it go. But it was really awkward because it was she was already fucking gorgeous. And then I was I don't know why she did that to herself. So it was really it was really bizarre. It was a very bizarre feeling. Have you experienced that? Have you have seen I mean you must have. I definitely have. But <clears throat> my friend um, even weirder was dating a girl, an Asian girl, who got that eye surgery. <laughs> What? And yeah, yeah, and uh, he hadn't seen her in a long time, and then he, he actually told me about this. <coughs> Excuse me. After we did the podcast, we were talking about that eye surgery. Remember when we showed it? Like how many Korean women, in particular, are getting this crazy surgery where it changes your face? It makes your eyes way bigger. They cut your lids oh, and give you like this God. anime weird look, and it's apparently super, super popular. But he hadn't seen her in a while, and then he saw her, and she had the thing done, and he didn't even recognize her. He was like, what? 
Right. Like it, it was like it was off. It was like if I saw you and all of a sudden your eyes were giant and I had to go, "Hey, what's up, Nick?" Like, look, look at that. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Well, that in that case it looks really good, but um, <laughs> I was going to say bravo. But it's a it's a weird thing that is like super super common. They get that look, right? So they go from having is that a bunch of different girls? Ooh, that scares the shit out of Dude, me. Dude, we have a friend I just realized who got it done. If that's a bunch of different girls, that freaks me the fuck out. Have you seen him? No. He got it done. You know who that is. Mm -hmm. Of course. Hmm. He did the same thing Let's with the eyes. On. Let's keep it on the DL. Yeah, that's why I wrote it down. I didn't show you. But that's like, you're, she's becoming like westernized. See, this is what they do. It's so crazy, dude. They slice your lid and they take like a chunk out of it. Like, say if you were cutting up a mango in the slices. They take a nice little mango slice and then stitch that bad boy up. And then your lids are just way smaller. It says, nations have different need for beauty. Choi says, in Korea, the land is small and crowded that everyone can see can look at each other in the face. What? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? No, you don't like having slanty eyes. That's all it is. You don't like the way your eyes look. I get it. Don't say crazy shit, and unless that's a translation problem. Nations have different need for beauty. Listen to this explanation. Hey, why do you guys have so many eye surgeries? Well, <clears throat> in Korea, the land is small and crowded, and that everybody can see can look each other in the face. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, what the fuck did you just say? Oh yeah, my god, you're bizarre. drunk. You're on pills. Yeah, they got shit-faced. Well, it must be some sort of a, 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 a translation issue. I think so. Yeah, because like if you said that to me, I'd be like, Nick... I think he's gone crazy. Dude, he's, he doesn't, the sentences don't make sense. No, Joey, they do make sense. I drunk my eyes couldn't see about your face. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong? What, why is that weird? <clears throat> yeah, no, my friend that I, didn't, I hadn't seen for a while, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say, so I just started screaming and threw hot water in her face. <laughs> oh, my God. As loud as, loud as I could, I just started screaming and got a boiling pot of water. <laughs> and started yelling monster <laughs> at the restaurant <laughs> and everybody stopped and i just ran out and jumped into a cab <laughs> do you remember night of living dead or not night of living dead um invasion of the body snatchers yeah when someone would uh turn into one of those things and they would just be like just something wrong yeah like i don't know something's wrong with nick he just doesn't seem like nick anymore and it like, was a nick, slight what's thing wrong? You would wander off and you'd really be an alien. Yeah. And then they would find the pot. Like, oh my God, Nick! <laughs> They'd find the pot under your bed, like cobwebs and shit. Like, oh, slime. No. Ew. Well, it's like The Thing. Remember The Thing? I do. That was the fucking, it's the best movie, one of my favorite movies of all time. The original John Carpenter's The Fuck thing. yeah. Well, that it wasn't was even the so original. so trippy. That wasn't well, even no, the yeah, that was a remake, but it was yeah. a good remake. It was awesome. Phenomenal remake. <clears throat> but that was so trippy because you didn't know until they burned their blood yeah. who was an alien. So you just oh. walk around like, yeah, what happened to Gary? I don't know. Are you all right, Mark? Yeah. 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 Just tired. Didn't it get the dog, too? It became part of the dog. Yeah. Remember that? When they burned it, it they got the dog turned, and turned into, into like, a dog, too. And yeah. <laughs> Tentacles and shit. Remember when they're doing an operation oh. on the guy? <clears throat> God. Remember when they're doing an operation on the guy and the chest opens up and becomes jaws and bites his arms off? Yeah. <laughs> they're doing the, the what's it called? The, yeah, the fibulopla the fibrillator. Fibrillator. Defibrillator, is that what it is? And it, it and his fucking yes. fists go through. 
It turned into Jaws and opened up and bit his arms off. Yeah, that's that movie insane. ruled. That movie's and it holds up, even though the effects are bizarre. It holds up. It still gives you like wicked anxiety, dude. Kurt Russell in this movie is like one of my all-time favorite. Yeah. yeah, look at that. That's crazy. It opens up and bites that guy's. Isn't that guy for Cheers? Was he in Cheers? He could be. Let's say if he he's was. not, he should be. Let's just say he was. <laughs> is this a scene from Cheers? Is this one of the lost episodes where they cut him off? Yeah, they're like, these guys are going crazy. They're like, Steve, you're cut off. <laughs> Remember it turned into a big spider thing? Yeah, that was kind of weird. The head popped up legs and started running around like a spider. That movie was scary as fuck, man. Yeah, how about the end? The end is the oh, best. Don't spoiler alert. I know I won't. Spoiler. I didn't. I didn't. Is that Rick Baker? Yeah, for sure yeah. it's Rick Baker. <clears throat> He's the special effects guy that did American Werewolf in London. He's fucking ledge. He passed ledge. away, right? I do not think he did. I think he's still alive. Oh, sorry, Rick. I believe Rick Baker's still alive. I think he was just working on something, something that's going on right now. I forget what it was, but I feel like uh, there's some new project that I just read something about. I forget what the... God damn it. Did you see the new version of the thing? They did a third version. I saw it. I thought it was good. I liked it. I did it. not like it. How dare you? No, I just... I it, it was... Good. I wanted to like it, but okay. I just thought it, I thought it was bad. It's okay, bro. People get mad if you don't like things they like. Yeah. They're like, bro, you, no, maybe you suck. Maybe yeah. you suck. Yeah, they turn it on you. It's yeah, like, they get mad at you. But also, I'm somebody where, like, I want to like shit. So, like, when people are like, oh, you're just a hater. It's like, no. I fucking go to a movie because I want to like it. If I watch something, like, I don't want to hate something. Why would I go? Why would I make an effort to go to a movie to f hate it? That's fucking retarded. I agree, dude. So I go, and then I'm like, oh, this is, I don't like this. And then people go, no, you don't. And I'm like, no, I don't. I just, I didn't like it. It wasn't, you know. I don't I'm know. on your side, bro. Thank you. Jesus, everyone's so touchy. <clears throat> yeah, it's ridiculous. Did you see Life with Ryan Reynolds? I did see Life. Did you like it? I liked it. Did you like it, Jamie? I liked it. I put it on Twitter and I got attacked. People are like, you're a fucking idiot. That show sucked. That movie blew. It was stupid. It was cliche. Same old shit. It was a ripoff of Aliens. There's a lot of people that liked it, but it was like, it seemed like there was a good percentage of them that hated it. Well, here's like, wow. the thing. It's like that critique where people go, it's, you know, they took this, this, and it's like, yeah, movies do borrow certain elements, and especially like life had certain stuff that, yeah, devices that they used. Right. But it's also, it's still, you just have to go, okay, and then like sit back and, and just enjoy performances and enjoy what they made. It's a fucking really well shot movie. You know what it really highlighted to me? That television shows... Like, it's contagious, bro. Now you're doing it. Yeah, thanks. Television shows like House of Cards and Game of Thrones, these serial shows, they've ruined movies. This is why. Because, like, to tell a story in 90 minutes, you're so limited. Yeah. You can only get it so invested in the character. There's only so many different plot twists you can have. Like, especially, like, this sort of a genre, right? Like, you take an alien life form, it gets on board the people and tries to kill them. Okay. How many, how many times have we seen that? We've seen that a fucking thousand times in movies, right? Right. So you're going to run into a bunch of... Pro and you've got to jam it all into 90 minutes. Like, there's certain things that have to be, like, plot mechanisms. They have to take place. Like, the alien has to attack the first person. You're going to see it coming. There's going to be, like, a bunch of shit going yeah, on. Yeah, you there. have to adhere to certain cliché... Yeah. Out of devices. That's Almost. why people that like, do you like Prometheus? I did like Prometheus. I didn't. Love I like Prometheus. I didn't love it, and I like the new Alien. I didn't see the new Alien, but I heard it's awesome. It's but great. I mean, I liked both of them. And I got a lot of shit for that. People are like you're a fucking idiot, and I was like, easy, Grandma. <laughs> Maybe you're hanging around with mean <laughs> no, people. 
What? Is that a joke? <coughs> no, it wasn't my grandma. But no, but I, <laughs> no, but people. No, I do hang out with people that are critical, like director friends and shit. But oh, directors are the worst to watch a movie with. Yeah, they're pretty bad director people because yeah. they're they're so beyond critical. But like, I'm critical of comedies. Like when I go to comedies, I walk out of a lot of them because I just I'm like, uh. You know what the worst is? What? If you're around actors that haven't made it. Actors that like barely work and they'll Super watch negative. something. Like I don't even understand that choice. Yeah, that's whatever. Yeah, that's really bad. Whatever happened to his career? You're like that's Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, what, yeah. what's his middle name? <clears throat> Day. Um, yeah, yeah. His, his career really fell off after that movie. Somebody, no. somebody said that about the dude in Jurassic Park. I'm like he's in fucking Jurassic Park. It's one of the biggest movies of all time. Everyone's career falls off. After Jurassic Park, okay, <laughs> it's no way to get bigger you stupid fuck like I'm sure the guy probably did a lot of movies after Jurassic fucking Park Also, maybe he made enough money that he doesn't have to do movies anymore you twat, right? Yeah, he's cashing his fucking Jurassic dollars. And can I have my latte? I'm tired of this He's <laughs> <laughs> hate his choice his career his career totally dropped off. Do you say non-fat? Non-fat soy. Non-fat soy. Sugar-free, please. Yeah, it is funny. Like, I'll uh, I'll do interviews for stuff, and uh, they'll be like, Yeah, man, I'm just looking over your stuff. Why did you do that movie? And I'm like, because uh, my friend was in it, and he asked me to do it. Because I was like, hoping yeah, it wasn't going to suck. I'm like, because I, I fucking... Yeah, I'm friends with people, and they're doing a project, and they're like, Hey, you, you want to do this? I'm like, all right. I'm not going to go, No, I, fuck you, man. Doesn't oh, yeah, you're my out. friend? Like, yeah, there's, like, other variables besides, you know. Yeah, man, I was willing to do your assassin show. Exactly. Right? There it is, right there. I you would do that for you me because you trust me. And, exactly, yeah. I didn't even look into it. Yeah. And I could find out, like, halfway into the filming, Nick eats a pound of Adderall a day. A full pound of Adderall. They, they, they deliver it in pounds. He's just on Adderall. He doesn't even know he's making a movie. <laughs> he just found out it's a movie. <laughs> Thought he was in a dream about making a movie. He just found out he's actually making a movie. <laughs> he has no. He thought he was at the theater. He hasn't slept in a year. There's one year, no sleep. This guy puts Adderall on his foot and then kicks it into Nick's mouth. I think if you didn't sleep for a long time, but you were still up moving, you'd probably start just start hallucinating, right? Isn't that what people say? I did. Right. What's the true story? I did a show in Tahoe. Riders on the storm. <laughs> Riders. I did a show in Tahoe. And I forgot to be hydrated, so I didn't get hydrated at all. And so I didn't drink any water. And I was drinking on the plane. Then me and my buddy got in Reno. We drove to Tahoe. We were drinking in Tahoe. And I did my show. We just kept drinking. I didn't eat, drink any water. And then uh, I, mean, I got sick. Up? I was up like, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe like 15 hours. And then uh, I kept drinking and like didn't really think about it. And I'm at the casino. I'm having fun. And then I start feeling sick. And then... um. I try to go to bed and I can't and then so I'm awake throughout the night and then the next day I'm like still awake and I'm like kind of panicking now because I haven't slept for like over 24 hours and now I have like I've realized I have altitude sickness because I'm like, puking and then I haven't so I'm starting to drink water so I got I drank and I got alcohol poisoning and altitude sickness and sleep deprivation so mm. I flew home to LA and I had slept for like 30 fucking six hours and I'm in my bed I'm like I gotta go to sleep so I get in my bed and then uh, I just start hearing like music and like all this stuff and like people like there was a party next door, but there was no party. And then so I was like, what the fuck? And then I'm lying in my bed and I just hear pounding on my floor. 
And I was like, what the fuck? And I heard like legitimate like pounding. And I was like totally awake. And I realized I hadn't slept. And then I like took like a some like some sleeping like some NyQuil or something and then I finally got to bed. Jesus. But it was super weird, man. Yeah. I've heard people that do those races, those ultra marathon races, they start seeing shit that's not there. Cam didn't have that happen to him, but I've heard other people they see people on the side of the road waving at them that aren't even there. Really? Yeah. Dude, altitude, have you ever gotten altitude fucks with me real bad? My friend Ben, Ben O'Brien, who was on the show last week. The week before last, he was talking about how he was in Nepal and he was getting altitude sickness while he's in Nepal, and he saw a baby on the side of the road, and it, there was no baby, and he saw a wolf. Saw a wolf. He's like, dude, guys, there's a wolf. There's a wolf. And they're like, oh my god, how I'm many like, feet no, was he? There's no wolf. He's way the fuck up there. Yeah, like, it fucks with you bad. 000. Yeah, he's above thirteen thousand feet, and uh, and he was sick too. He was. Everybody got food poisoning. So he caught food poisoning and altitude sickness. Oh. And he was just seeing things. He saw a baby. He's like, You guys don't see that baby? <laughs> Nobody was. <laughs> and they're like, Oh my God. You see a baby? You see a baby. It's a baby just chilling on the side of the road. I'd be like, Look look closer at the baby. And then I'd just push him off. Whoa. Deuces. Are you that guy? Deuces, dog. Are you the one who like cuts his losses? You're like, This guy is not going to make it. Bang. I, I, you got to think about survival of the group, man. Mm. Your buddy would not survive around me. Do you, did you Peace. watch Lost and think how you would have handled things differently? I never saw Lost. Never saw one episode. Never saw one episode. I've heard people. Should that, I watch it? Yes. Up until like the last season, and then quit. I heard time. it. I heard it kind of jump ship. The last season it was like they're all like standing around while there's a pool that brings you back to life, and no one's freaking out. Like, what is wrong? What the fuck kind of show am I watching? Do you guys forget? People have to believe this shit. Okay, what do you do? They're just standing around there in like that perfect order that you do on sitcoms where there's a person talking here and there's another person talking right now. That never happens in real life. The perfect blocking. Yeah, yeah perfect blocking. In real life, people look at each other, you fucking asshole. You're all standing around. No one's freaking out. There's a pond that brings people back to life. And you guys are just phoning it in. I, Fuck you. I think that's why I jumped shipping it because I heard it just derailed super bad. And then I heard the, the writers didn't think it was going to go that long. And so they ran out of shit. That's what somebody told me. That they were like, yeah, we didn't think it was, we weren't really ready. It's so good in the beginning, though. In the beginning, it's so good. It's such a good show. For the first, like, who knows how many seasons. I binge watched it. It was like five or six, right? Yeah. Up until the last, like, season, it started to fall apart. Since he died, I think the show kind of fell apart. Spoiler alert. Shh. It's that many people on the show. And our boy Dominic, who was uh, on the show, has been on this podcast. That's my funny, my buddy uh, Jorge Garcia. And then what happened to dude who was kind of overweight and won the lottery? There's the girl, that girl from Lost. She did a, oh, she was one of the girls in the the, um, Hobbit movie. Yeah, Yeah, she was like an elf, elf chick. Hot as fuck. She was elfin? And then so was Dominic Monaghan. Yeah, he was an elf too. She was hot. No, no. Dominic was something else. Wasn't he a hobbit? He was a hobbit. Yeah. One of my favorite moments, I was in an audition one time years ago, and the <clears throat> Lord of the Rings had just come out, and I had seen it. And we were auditioning for some shitty movie, and he was in the waiting room, and they came out, and they're like, we're running about 40 minutes behind. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? He was like, Jesus, man, what the hell? And I go, what? what are you doing here? And he goes, what do you mean? I go, you were just in Lord of the Rings. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, and I go, they're not, they shouldn't make you wait 40 minutes, dude. I would be fucking mad. And he was like, you're right. And I go, yeah, no shit. 
Damn. I go fucking call your agent, man. You're a rabble You're fucking in the. You're one of the rings of the Lord. Were you doing that just to kick him out of there so that you could get the? Part? No, I would have let him go in front of me. I'm a good guy. Wow. I was like, I would have been. I was like, dude, you're in the biggest movie in the world. Put that picture back up. <laughs> I want to see something here. I forgot all these characters. Now I'm remembering them when I'm seeing this again. Remember the Middle Eastern guy? What's his name? Saeed? Yeah. His name? He's a bad motherfucker. He's like DTF. The first, he was the first Middle Eastern dude who got to fuck white chicks mm -hmm. in a big time show, right? He had a hot white girlfriend, didn't yeah, he? Keith Urban is on it? <clears throat> no, that's not Keith Urban, bro. Oh, yes. How dare you? And then there's that <laughs> Korean guy who was in Hawaii Five-0, yeah. and he just, they want to believe in Hawaii Five-0. They were pissed off. They were saying that they don't get enough respect. Like the Asian actors weren't getting paid as much as the white actors. In Hawaii Five-0? Yeah, that was the complaint. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if I would complain if I was on a show in Hawaii. I'd be like, yeah, just you can pay me in fucking Doritos. I don't give a shit. Dude, I think after a while, you just get tired of everything you're doing. If you're doing somebody's show and it's in paradise, <laughs> you get tired of being in paradise, I bet. Right? Don't they say people get island fever? Right. They, just, they move to, uh, like, Oahu, and then after a while, they're like, I gotta get out of here! I can't do this! Well. Right? I guess. I don't know if I could, I would love to do that. That's a <clears throat> fever I would not mind getting. Do you see yourself uh, living in Maui in the future? Yeah. My buddy Surfing. opened a bar there. Your buddy opened a bar in Maui? Yeah. And he said, um, I opened a bar. It's a true story. And I go, can I get a job? And he Whoa. goes, what do you mean? I go, I don't know. Can I, what do you, can I bartend? What if you and he was like, yeah. The house MC. I don't want to fucking be the house MC, man. Just have a microphone and start talking to people. Where are you from, Bob? <laughs> that sounds horrible. That went from really par Paris uh, paradisic. <clears throat> is that a word? Yeah. To like, no. yeah, I don't want to be a fucking, I don't, I don't want a microphone. It would be nice to like bartend and be like, yeah, rum and coke, okay, a couple of my ties over here. Just be like cocktail, you know what I mean? They can give you a sweet apartment above the bar and yeah. you just wake up with a pounding headache every day because you're just drinking yourself to death in yeah. paradise. Yeah, fuck yeah. Sign me up, dude. Yeah, the sound of the water crashing into the bottom of the building. <laughs> Hit some waves. There's like stone pylons that hold this bar up, and it's just elevated over, partially elevated over the water. It's just... eat some lychee off the tree, fresh yeah. lychee. It's really a contradiction. It's a conundrum because you're in paradise. It's the most beautiful place on earth. It's peaceful. You're relaxed. You've you've given away all your personal belongings. You're a pure minimalist now. What do you have? You have a few <laughs> pairs of shorts, some flip flops, and a microphone in case the microphone downstairs breaks. Because that's what you do now. You go down and talk to people. <laughs> We go down tonight. <laughs> Nick, do you do stand-up anymore? Well, I kind of do stand-up. I mean, I have a mic, but, you know, they never know when I'm coming. <laughs> I, <just laughs> I have a mic, so, yeah, it's kind of whenever I want to do it immediately. You're telling me you wouldn't go to a bar if you knew that every night Joey Diaz was going to take a microphone and just start walking through the crowd and talking shit? 100% I would do that. 100%. Yeah, but that's Joey Diaz. Like, I'm, I wouldn't right. be good at that. You wouldn't be now, but you got to get better. <laughs> okay. got to get better at, at being a bar guy. Bar MC? House <laughs> MC. It's a skill, man, like anything else, like playing golf, like jerking off. You get better at it. Right. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't, but I think it does. Yeah. Maybe you could just be like, you turn into a singer. Everybody's like, Nick, you should really tell jokes again. No, man, I'm just Jimmy Buffett songs. <laughs> you even, but I you make them in my tone, in my voice though. So I'm like diarrhea, <laughs> and have everybody clap. Yeah, you could have like funny songs. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's the move. All right, I'm on board. All right, I no. gotta, I gotta go to dinner, Joe. Where are you going? 
I'm going to some fun fucking... Do you have to leave right now? Vegan place pretty soon, yeah. You going to a vegan place? Dude, you're healthying up. What are you doing? I know. I'm trying to uh, <laughs> just just kind of uh, get back into shape. Yeah? So I'm getting back into the gym. And uh, I'm, I've been pretty good with my diet. I'm getting kind of fascinated by diet. So I've been off dairy for eight years. Whoa. And then uh, I've been pretty much cutting out sugar. I have, like, dark chocolate if I really, like, start craving shit. Wow. But I'm trying to, like, really get my body... I'm like really fascinated by diet. It's my new fascination. Well, you find the difference, right? You eat healthy. And I you found the difference when I quit eating dairy, and it was some random dude at a juice bar who worked there, and I was always sick, and he was like, "Hey, man, you're always sick, Swartzen." And I go, "Yeah." And he was like, "Do you eat a lot of dairy?" And I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "Do this." He goes, "Quit eating dairy for two weeks. See how you feel." He's like, "Cold turkey," and I go, "Okay, fuck it." So I did, and I, I haven't been back in eight years. Wow. My sleep, everything. My stomach never got sick, never got migraines. It changed everything. And then I got super fascinated by that. I still drank my tits off, you know what I mean? Have you but, ever tried raw milk? No. Apparently some people um, have an issue with homogenized and pasteurized milk, and they don't have it with raw milk. Or they don't have it with goat's milk, too. Especially I've, raw goat's milk. I've heard about goat's milk. I just want to just bypass all of it. I do like almond milk and rice milk. Yeah. Well, it's it's a it, it's an ethical thing to bypass too if you really stop and think about it because there's something fucking creepy about mass produced like handles yanking on titties and these yeah. cows that are like kind of perpetually pregnant. Like, isn't that what they 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 they're the cows like they're constantly nursing right? So they 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 make them get knocked up in order to have the milk come out right the milk doesn't just come out it comes no. out when they're they're nursing it's a little weird i fuck don't know yeah, it's weird it's fucking weird but i want to try to fuck with going vegan for a little bit and just see how it is so i mean how do you, you feel know so far how long you been doing it two days <laughs> mm. but i mean for the most part i don't really eat a lot of uh red meat and uh I mean, I eat, like, chicken and fish, but I'm going to try to go vegan. I'm going to try to do it for, like, two weeks. You know, one way that you can get protein that's very ethical and um, you don't even have to think about it too much is scallops and mussels and, and things along those lines. When, when you eat, um, what the fuck are they called? Mollusks? Is that the word? Mollusks? Shellfish? Yeah. Shellfish is what I'm looking for. Shellfish in particular like uh, especially like clams and like oysters yeah oysters and things along those lines they're so primitive they don't even have like nervous systems we just think of them as like an animal like a living creature because they can move right they can close this but a venus flytrap is probably way more sophisticated and it's a plant way more sophisticated an organism than that and then especially when you're talking about those acacia trees they'll have this communication set that there's nothing going on like that with mollusks they're like really stupid they're super ancient life forms that are kind of meat, but they're almost like what we're talking about, like that fucking gelatinous thing inside of the box. That's what they're like. You can eat it? Yeah, scallops are amazing. I mean, I've had scallops. They're amazing. Is and they're a really, mollusk a scallop? Really, yes. Oh. A scallop is a mollusk. Ugh. Like a clam's a mollusk, uh, a mussel's a mollusk. Oh, that's a genre Meanwhile, of a thing? I'm not an expert. Five minutes ago, I couldn't even remember the name of it. <laughs> I just forgot. Yeah, but, scallops are amazing. But- those things are like a good way. Oysters, they're a good way to get protein. A lot of them is sustainable. A lot of those things are sustainable because they actually make like farms of them. They grow them on the ground. The same way you would grow fruit, they grow them on the ground of an ocean, obviously. But the same way you would grow fruit or grow vegetables. Like you can grow these things. And they're a good source of 
quote unquote animal protein in an ethical way. Like these things are so primitive. They have like they're 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 not feeling shit. Like they're not getting bummed out that you're eating them. Right. They just clamp down and close. They're like super duper. Are primitive. they high in protein? Yeah, very high in protein. Really good for you. Um, oysters are a good way too, especially oysters in olive oil. It's a good way to stay on a fat-based diet, like ketogenic diet, because there's so much fat in them. For the olive oil and then the oysters themselves, very, very healthy for you. Really wow. good. Yeah, really good for your body. I got sick from oysters. I had too many one time, but I might oh, have also... Raw oysters are different. Different story, you know. Raw oysters, you really got to get fresh stuff. What are you talking about? Talking about cooked, smoked oysters. You get in, like, cans. Oh. Fi- like, I take them with me on the road. I'll, take, I'll buy them in bulk, and I'll take them with me on the road so I have healthy snacks, like, in my hotel room. Canned so oysters? Eat. Yeah, yeah. Isn't Cans. canned shit bad for you? No. No. I'm sure, like, there's some leaching of all sorts of different things when you put something into a container. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say you should eat it every day. Because I, I used to eat sardines every day, but I turned positive for um, arsenic. They found uh, traces of arsenic in my system. And they were like... That's deadly. Well, it is. But it, apparently it's just one of the heavy metals that is uh, at the bottom of the ocean it's affected by uh, pollution the levels of it is, are affected by pollution and so these sardines in particular they're kind of bottom feeders and if you're in a polluted area and you get s- sardines from a polluted area they'll have heavy metals in them you know like uh, mercury's a big right, one yeah mercury's huge you always hear that right yeah so i got off the sardines for a while and went back and got tested it was 100 percent clean they're like it's got to be the sardines i said it totally makes sense can't eat them every day, bro. I was eating like three or four cans a day. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, three or four cans of anything is. Yeah, but isn't you, that high in sodium too? Sodium's okay. Just drink as long as you drink water. Sodium's fine. Like the idea, like there's a, a a total misconception about sodium causing high blood pressure and heart attacks. That was all based on a bullshit study that somebody pushed through. What what was that study? Like sodium does not cause high blood pressure. Google that. Because there was like this whole bogus study that people keep repeating over and over again about salt. Obviously, if you have too much of anything, it can kill you, right? Like we talked about water. Right. Too much water will fuck you up. Too much salt will definitely kill you. Too many starbursts. Like if you drink a pound of salt, you're a fucking dead man. You're a dead man. Right. Or you can eat a pound of meat. It's time to end the war on salt. The zealous drive by politicians to limit our salt intake has little basis in science. Yeah, it's bullshit. Not only that, it's an essential mineral. Like, you need salt. Yeah. Like salt is a really important one. You don't want to have too much of it. Absolutely. The meaning, like, you don't want to cover everything in salt, just like you don't want to drink too much water, just like you don't want to eat too much fruit. Like, if you eat too many oranges, it's not good. You get 100 oranges, it's not good for yeah, you. Yeah, it's horrible. So much sugar. So much sugar, yeah. But to have a, a good, healthy amount of salt in your diet, especially, like, Himalayan salt, really good yeah, for you. Yeah, that's really minerals. good. That shit's ancient. These things are like Himalayan salt. That salt crystal thing. That this little thing? lamp. That salt lamp. What if yeah. you ate that? See that one over there? That's lit. What if you ate that? Probably be super good for you. <laughs> Make your dick hard as a rock. That um, that thing's supposed to like emit energy, man. Mm, feels like it. Doesn't it? While it's over there? Jamie, remind me to replace the battery in that one or whatever the fuck it needs. Yeah. Does it need a new bulb? Die. Don't it's electricity. Don't oh, fuck with it. It burned me. Yeah, don't fuck with it. Did it? No, dude. That'd be just sweet. Throw that out. Is it plugged in? Plugged in anymore? I think I unplugged it. I hope you throw did. it off. Jesus the Christ! It doesn't work. You just keep it plugged in while it's just in there cooking. I come back on. Sometimes. Start smoking. Yeah, it's yeah, been, but I've been uh, good with, with uh, diet. I'm like really fascinated by it. So you got somebody doing this for you? You talking to a nutritionist? 
Um, just I'm just kind of reading shit and just going by. <clears throat> you as know. long as you make sure that you you get you should, what you really should do, really should do, and I can send you to a guy is. Um, Go to a real good doctor that specializes in nutritional profiles and get your blood work done. And let yeah. them find out, like, do you need, maybe you need niacin, you need vitamin D, you need vitamin B. Like, here, you're low in this or you're low in that. There's a lot of stuff that people neglect in their, and they don't even know. You know, you don't know until you actually get your blood work done. You don't know what's low, what's okay. I what's do want to do that. I mean, I take a lot of vitamins and stuff, and I, well, that's good. I think I, I, I kind of, like... I'm doing a decent job just going rogue. That was my last tattoo, by the way. <laughs> rogue. How drunk were you when you... I was actually pretty decent. <laughs> I, I got it in Vegas. <sighs> Why did you decide to write rogue in your arm? Because me and my buddies, script. when we go, like, I, like when we're, like, partying, and, like, my buddy will text me, like, hey, you want to go to the gym? And I'm like, I'm going fucking rogue, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and that just means that it's gonna, I'm signing up for... You're uh, a good. Bender. You're a good partier, though, dude. I'll tell you, I've run into you going rogue many times, <laughs> and it's never been anything but hugs and laughs. Oh yeah. You know? No, I'm like a really good drunk. Like I know yeah. how to do it, and I know I, I'm not like people like see me like I post photos and shit. I'm always, you know, out like raging, and I'm not always raging. But when I do, it's like really controlled. It's not. I'm no, not, you're like, good at it. Yeah, you're good at it. I've I've built up a tolerance of, and I know what I'm doing. Like I don't. Just do any shot that's handed to me and just yeah. like I, I I don't know. I, I I keep it very simple, but yeah, I get really fired up. I just I love drinking and going out. Yeah. I'm never like fighter guy or I'm never like moody yeah, that's, dark guy. That's the worst. The depressed cry guy. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Oh Jesus. Will you stop? Why are you crying? Yeah. I love her. It's like all right. Dude. You broke up. It happens. Yeah, so it's good for you. <laughs> Yeah, I'll never quit drinking. Drinking's too fun, man. Thank you. I'm yeah. glad you said that. Uh, yeah, I don't... I mean, I'll take breaks, but... <laughs> <laughs> I like drinking. It's fun. I it just is. Don't, I don't like the effects of it on the body. But it's, that's, the, that's the fucking trade-off. The trade-off is it's fun for a little while, and then you're like, oh. Yeah, I was it's... in Italy. I drank wine every night. I was in Italy. I just got back. I drank wine seven nights in a row. I drank many glasses of wine. I ate pasta seven nights in a row. I totally went off the rails with my diet. Gained five pounds. You have to. It's Italy. That's what I'm saying, dog. Yeah. You gotta go off certain the rails. Shit, yeah, you gotta go off the rails. Then enjoy yourself. But it's fun to go off the rails and get back on the rails, and you appreciate being on the rails. I like the way you think. Yeah. But you're a, like you're not a drunk that I'd ever avoid. If I see there's certain people we all know them. You see them drunk and you're like, oh no, <laughs> yeah. I got I can't be responsible for this. I gotta get out of here. Yeah, no, it's scary. There's some comics where I'm like, oof, I gotta babysit that babysit this person. <laughs> oh, there's some dark motherfuckers. Dude, man. Read this text. I can't believe she said that to me, bro. I'm like, oh my god, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't read your text. I can't help you with this. This is yours. Yeah, people go, bad rogue. She's got my kids, bro. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got it. Hey, look at the time. <laughs> You're not thinking rational. You're drunk. You partied into a family. Meanwhile, Oops. in the middle of it, like he's going through Tinder. I'm just fucking swiping, thinking about her, man. I didn't want to date this girl. Fucking it's the worst. I lost one of my best friends who was like one of my rogue fucking buddies. And he... My roommate uh, was friends with his ex-girlfriend, and they were watching a movie, and I came home, and I went to bed and said hi to him, and then the next day, he, like, flipped out on me. 
and I and I text him. I go, "What's up, man?" He's like, "My ex-girlfriend was at your fucking house." And I go, "Yeah, I was watching a movie with my buddy." And he's like, "What the fuck, man?" It's like you didn't tell me. Fuck you. And then I, then I just never talked to me again. So you were supposed to tell him that his ex-girlfriend is dating your buddy? Yeah, it's like it was so bizarre. And he was one of my best friends, and he won't he talk to me. He got mad that you wouldn't didn't tell him about it. Yeah, and it's been a year, and he won't talk to me anymore. Whoa. Now, does he? Did he want you to stop it in some way? I don't know. I never found out. That doesn't make any sense. So I could understand, like, but if you want, if you told him, he would just get bummed out, right? Well, that's the thing. They were just watching a movie. It wasn't like, a, but they, they weren't Please. dating. It was just really weird. Anyway, my Listen, point being is they that they watched a movie while you were around. As soon as you got out of the room, there was a lot of sucking. But it's like it's like bad rogue friend that just gets fucking. He just you know I I just can't deal with drama. Like when I go out, I don't want drama. And nobody does. I think what we were talking about earlier, how chimps have this horrific behavior. I think there's some of that that's left over in people, and I think it comes out when you get involved in relationships and breakups. I think you see that angry chimp come out sometimes. Oh, yeah. Alcohol is one of those things, obviously. It affects people. Not just even alcohol. So just different. jealousy, too, though. Just jealousy as well. Yeah, but also, but jealousy fueled with alcohol will just is a disaster. I mean, you oh, put, look worst. at people that are in jail right now because they got drunk and got jealous and oh, yeah. pulled out a gun or pulled out a baseball bat and just went. And then add Coke to that and you get confident. Drunk, oh, jealous, confident, crazed, righteous. I'll show her. Like, you're living in some stupid two-dimensional movie. Like, you don't even think about the consequences. Dude, I can't even... Cocaine, I can't even... I can't even do it. I never got really into it. I mean, I definitely did it, but I was never one of those guys that was just... I mean, I have friends still that go hard in the paint with that, and they're, like, creeping into their 40s, and they're still every weekend. Duncan has a great bit on Adderall that I wish... I, Adderall and cocaine that I wish I could sh t share with the audience. You'll have to go see him. Duncan Trussell, live in New York City. Love you, Duncan. Doing a lot of stand-up. He moved. He's happy there. I'm very upset. Does he like it? I was hoping he hated it. He's living in Brooklyn. He's like the king of Brooklyn. I can All see him hipsters. liking Brooklyn. Yeah, they took him in. They gave him fresh hats. He's like, hey, guys. Thanks. Hey, you guys are sweeties. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is awesome. Oh, this is amazing. He did a, a recent podcast, folks, with uh, Aubrey, Aubrey Marcus. It's amazing. It's really good. His live podcasts are incredible. Really good. He's, really? He's, yeah, he's got out. a fucking cult. Duncan's essentially running a cult. <laughs> He's he would be the best cult leader. He has a house omer. He has a guy who's like the house ohm guy now. The guy did ohm and did ohm so good, and his name is like fucking Bobby something like Shala Manga, some <laughs> some fucking ancient Indian, you know, Swami Swami Rick or something like that. And this guy does uh, an ohm in front of his live audience, and it was so good. He's like, "Will you be the house ohm guy?" Hey, <laughs> really? Like, yeah, that guy's a house ohm guy. Every time Duncan does a show, that guy's gonna do ohms for him. Oh, good lord! He has a chant that he does. We we we've done it before, like in audiences. We started off a show with it once. It didn't work. It was a disaster. It was a terrible idea. We started off a show where we all got on stage and had the audience ohm, and then Duncan went and did stand up. But they were so weirded out by the ohm, they were like, <laughs> "What the fuck are you guys doing?" <laughs> so bizarre. We did it a couple of times. We did it a couple of times to like bless the show. I remember when I had my sketch Twitch channel too. Duncan does it. Twitch stream every so often. What is he doing here? He is a watch. This is like <coughs> James Corden dancing in some way, but he hmm. had a mask on and his okay. girlfriend was holding a thing. Of course, it's pretty fun to watch. Yeah, he's out of his mind. <laughs> Duncan wrote on my. It's got a vagina mask. Is that a vagina? Yeah. Looks like a vagina. 
wearing a vagina mask? I had my show on Comedy Central Pretend Time, a sketch show, and it was like really aggressive and weird. So I was like, oh, Duncan, you got to write on it. So I brought Duncan on to write, and <laughs> every sketch he would hand in, I was always like, all right, what the fuck is this going to be? <laughs> and it was always <laughs> so insane. He's like, no, like you're playing like a, a pussy, and it like shits out like elves, and like the elves like, <laughs> like to juggle knives, and then they like eat each other's asses. I was just like, oh. Duncan, <laughs> I would have to like adjust every sketch or try to find what is arable out of it. <clears throat> but I mean, there were like obviously moments of brilliance, but it, they were sometimes I was like, dude, what in the fuck is this? What in the fuck, indeed? Nick Swartzen, don't change. I won't. You're beautiful. Thank you. Sorry, yeah. And you play a good game of pool, sir. Um, and your show is still available. People can see that. Typical Rick, me and Dirt Nasty. It's the guy who directed Grandma's Boy. <laughs> You're at the um, comedy store all the time. Uh, Store in the touring, improv, yeah. You're touring all the time. Getting ready for my new next Netflix special oh, coming out. Oh shit! And are you, uh, are you doing that? I don't know yet. Um, I might be. I was going to be next spring, but it might be sooner because uh, the Ooh. sets are coming together. But mm. yeah, all nice. my dates are posted on Real Nick Swartz and Instagram and Nick Swartz and Twitter and website. Be, do you have a website, or you just I, don't I'm, do that anymore? The website's coming up. I just we're developing it right now, so it'll be up soon. But uh, I'll post on my social media, and then I got a bunch of dates up until Christmas. So awesome! Yeah. Well, if you haven't seen Nick Live's fucking hilarious. Thanks, dude. And this was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, How brother, I love you, man. This in like six years. It's crazy. I know it's fucking nuts. We see each other all the time. We did this. We did a podcast six years ago. Well, we did it. Back Let's do it more place. often. We'll do it more often. I'm going to do the laser blast uh, <laughs> companion. <laughs> I'm for right? sure down for that. That's going to happen. So we'll do that as soon as we set up the new studio, which should be within the next month or so. All right. Thanks, everybody. Cheers. See you tomorrow with Dorian Yates, former multiple time Mr. Olympian, motherfuckers. <laughs> Mr. Olympian? <laughs> 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 <laughs>